This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. Basement Chair here. Also here, Richter is. We got your news, rumors, and bullshit. And then, you know what happens. Other things. Take take it away. Say something. All right. First off, I'd like to be the first to thank our travel chief, Roman Reigns, for everything. Literally everything. <laughs> well, now You're I off have... your game this week. Well, because my computer is running fast. Um, and now, so your and brain is running slow? Yeah. So that's, I have to catch up with things. <laughs> so now I have... After this podcast, I have to um, hit myself in the back with my uh, tribal chief whip and whip and uh, pray facing my closet. Yeah, because if you don't, you lose your spot at the table. Yeah, I, if you lose your spot at the table, you might as well be dead. And not <laughs> and not just dead, but like, you know, your soul, it doesn't go anywhere. It just ceases to exist. Yeah, I mean, at best, you'll have a decent spot to take a look to, to view the Isle of Relevancy with a pair of binoculars. You don't even get that chance. You You are literally... A non-entity. So take all all your existential fears, stuff them in a ball, and that's that's what you're gonna feel. But until you're not right. So that dread, you know, lest you uh, fail to acknowledge a tribal chief before those that are shorter than you, uh, you will be banished <laughs> and to cease to exist. That is your existence of non-existence. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna d- acknowledge the tribal chief right now, and then hopefully I could be forgiven after I uh, perform the appropriate penance. Yes. All right. So while you prepare for that, let's run through the news this week. Uh, Triple H announced yesterday. Uh, I'm already. I already took my shirt off. Okay. So I'm ready for All the right. lashes. So, uh, he announced his retirement from in-ring competition on ESPN yesterday. Uh, he said uh, when he initially went to the – well, even before he went to the hospital, he was uh, consulting with a doctor. And doctors found fluid built up around his heart and inefficiency in the muscle due to a genetic condition. And that he now has a defibrillator installed in his chest to help correct any potential future incidents. So, Triple H, enjoy your retirement. Enjoy your time with your family. Rest up. Before you come back to the crazy grind that is WWE, if you even do. If you even do. Mm. If you even do. What is that? That's a heavy statement. Because he, he might not. Like doctors may say, listen, it's a, it's a little too stressful. Maybe just don't go back. Maybe you should just do commentary. That's still going back. So wait, not at all? Right. Ever? Yeah. How do you feel about that? If, you know, if... Well, well, well first of all, obviously, the obvious question would be, and the obvious answer is, he doesn't need the money. He's got money. He doesn't need to work another day in his life, I think. That being said, you know, what would he do at home perpetually? Will, will he be... Will he, like, start a reality show? Daddy daycare with the girls or something? Well, he's just... There's nothing. I I don't I don't think there's any higher calling for someone who has the ability to handle it to be a dad. So 
if he could just do that. Yeah. Um, what do you need to do? In a recent interview, Undertaker said that um, his kids from his first marriage, he really didn't have the opportunity to be a dad to them. He was on the road 250 days a year. And with that, like he'd be gone for like three months straight, come back for five days or three days even, and just be gone again. So um, now with his kids with Michelle, they're obviously younger. So he has more of an opportunity to be a dad to them and also the much lighter schedule he was working. So uh, hopefully Triple H, uh, he says, I think his eldest daughter is 15, he said in the interview. I don't remember the youngest. might have been 11 or 9 or something like that. Either way, um, these are important years for them. And he has, like my guess is he's been home a lot more than he would have been had he been in the ring. But obviously now, if if he can retire, uh, I think he'll enjoy it. And he can make the most of it. I guess he doesn't know about NXT. What? What's that? What? I said, I guess he doesn't know about NXT. Oh, do you mean that, that new show with the, with all the colors, NXT 2.0, they call it? Uh, yeah, it's something like black and gold, but like if a unicorn uh, was sodomized so hard that it puked all over the uh, words. Right. Now, you recently discovered NXT Level Up. I only discovered it because Gacy was talking about fighting somebody on it, in which case I was like... What is this? Mm. This this can't be the childlike version of NXT, because I don't consider Gacy a very child friendly character. Um, it's tough to say. It just sounds like it sounds so stupid. It can't possibly be for an adult. <laughs> There's but that I'm too. guessing by your reaction that it is. Um, I don't know. To be honest, like they they need to show more development in the Joe Gacy character. I need to... I I don't know what he's about yet. If I'm Triple H, I don't have any TVs in my house. Yeah. And I'm not allowed to go on the internet. Mm -hmm. No socials. Just nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing but... I was just going to say, going out in the backyard and chopping wood, he can't even really do that. Probably not recommended. Yeah, I don't know. And one, like, I don't understand. I don't see the thing is, and I, I obviously I can't relate because you know me personally, but like for somebody whose whole life has been work mm-hmm. and to not be able to do that, that's another, that could be another kind of stressor. It, yeah. Yeah. It's an, so, it's a literal culture shock. Yeah. So like not, not everyone takes to, uh, a life of leisure as well as others it's just that it just you know and 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 it's not about and it was never well i think part of it was and of course on the journey is about making money you don't get to be to that level of of stardom if you're not Mm -hmm. you know if you don't want to make money that's what wrestlers want to do it doesn't you could do you could do the whole like i do it for my art and okay if you do it for your art then you don't have a problem you know, wrestling in front of, like, 20 people at an armory. For a hot dog and a handshake. Yeah, like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what my point of that was. But, it, you know, after a while, it's just, like, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. You know? At least... Could you imagine... Man, I can't even imagine. Like, you're this younger guy, and this happens to you, and Vince is still, 
doing everything he wants to do, you know, after his pact with the devil, probably. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. Did you watch the interview? No. So, he actually, he got emotional talking about, you know, like, when he's going to surgery, going under, and saying, like, you know, he said, listen, like, you you know, they they put you under, you, you say, you tell your wife you love her, you don't know if you're going to wake up. That's what happened to, um, uh, I forgot, somebody died like that, uh, a, a was, famous person. Was it Chris I think, Candido? I think his was, he had complications from foot surgery. Yeah, but I also think, I think like Joan Rivers also, mm. she had like a surgery and she just never came out of anesthetic or something like that. Some Someone, it happened to somebody where they died like that. It could be. No disrespect like to Joan happen. Rivers, but she was not nearly as young as Triple H. It doesn't matter. Right. Like, it, it happens. And, like, Rick, that's probably what Ric Flair meant because Ric Flair tweeted about it that he's had so many surgeries. Mm -hmm. And, like, that feeling of not knowing if, like, once you go under here, you're going to come back up. It's just, you know, it's very scary. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that obviously is a stressor in and of itself. Hopefully, he doesn't need any more surgeries for his heart. Hopefully, this defibrillator does the trick. And we'll uh, zap him as much and as often as it needs to. Yeah. So <laughs> speaking of speaking of Triple H, uh, Stephanie Mc and I, I found this one a little interesting. Stephanie McMahon has been named to the anticipated board of directors for Phase Clan, the gaming team. Upon sorry, the the esports team, I should say, upon their pending merger with. B. Riley Principal 150 Merger Corporation, a company that apparently specializes in special purpose acquisitions. So, there's some stuff to unpack there. For me, I'm like, so you're a company and all you do is buy companies. That's, it sounds like a bank. It sounds like you're a bank and you give these companies money and then you own part of the bank. Part of the part of the company, right? I don't know, man. I feel like there are so many levels of like comp corporate ownership in the capitalist economy that we have. That there's a just a lot of room for very immoral stuff going on in between. Like shell corporations and money laundering. Yeah, it's hard to clean your money. Like, you got to get the right detergent. You do. Because if you don't, you can wash out the green, and they won't even take it at the bodega. And they'll take anything pretty much, except for fake-ass $2 bills. And 50-cent piece, apparently. Yeah, well, you should stop trying to counterfeit money. Well, when I get the 50-cent piece from that freaking corner store... And then they won't take it. It's like, well, why'd you give it to me if it's not real? Yeah, you know. Why don't you save it for the cops? All right? They're coming for you. And I told you to clean up your act. Yeah, well. Ironically. You need more shell corporations. Ir ironically, we, we swapped the 50-cent piece at the laundromat. Awesome. Two quarters. So, um, this phase clan deal is supposed to happen by uh, July 1st. It seems. Uh, it's it's all weird. Snoop Dogg is on the is on the board. 
A bunch of people I never heard of. Well, I only... I know of them because, like, uh, I see their name when, like, there's... I don't know. They'll, like... They did, like, a random thing, like, oh, you guys, what do you... Is Fortnite, like, better without building? Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm like, oh, I thought it was, like, a person. Like, just, like, a regular, like, you know, a streamer or whatever. But apparently... It's just a weird thing that, like... Like, why is Stephanie McMahon there? I don't have any idea. That's just weird to me. So... Like, are they trying to turn, like, W... Are they going to try... Like, because I think after this... Uh, I think this is the last game that WWE is doing with 2K. Yeah, it seems And then like they're going to go to EA. Mm-hmm. Like, are they going to try to treat it like come up with their own version of Madden, but for wrestling, and try to do the eSport thing? I mean, it's possible. Um, I have the press release here. It says, quote, we have assembled a best-in-class board of directors who bring board, sorry, broad and deep understanding of Gen Z and the rapidly changing dig- digital media and entertainment landscape, said Lee Trink, CEO of FaZe Clan. I am excited to work with this fantastic group and benefit from their insights and guidance as we enter the public market and execute our multi-platform monetization strategy to create long-term shareholder value. It's a lot of words. Get woke, go broke. That's my warning to you. Yeah, I feel like they're not exactly sure how they're going to branch out, but they are going to branch out digitally and in a prominent way. And that's their goal. Like, Snoop has his hand in a lot of things. Steph is now involved. I don't recognize any of the uh, these other names, but I'll run through them. So we already mentioned Lee Trink, CEO uh, and co-founder of FaZe Clan. Angela Dalton, founder and CEO of Signum Growth Capital. Sounds like a bank. Uh, Daniel Shibram's chief investment officer for B. Riley Financial. Sounds like a bank. Mickey Rosen, director of several U.S. and Australian companies and principal of Mike, Mickey Rosen Consulting. Uh, sounds like uh, someone that tells you what to do with your bank. Nick Lewin, general partner of Crown Predator Holdings. Uh, sounds like a predatory. Sounds predatory. It sounds like a predatory <laughs> bank. Paul Hamilton, co-owner and CEO of Atlanta Esports Ventures, president and CEO of the Greenspun Corporation and principal of Province Inc. So esports, bank and bank. Ross Levinson, chairman and CEO of the Arena Group, formerly the Maven Inc., sounds like a sports bank. And Zach Katz, founder and CEO of Carte Blanche, which is a credit card. A credit card bank. Carte Blanche? Yes. Isn't that like um, a thing with like money? Like you're going to go Carte Blanche? Isn't that like a term that's used or whatever? I, things? I believe in that sort of. Uh, th- there is there's a phrase that talks about like uh, having carte blanche, which basically means unrestricted power to act at one's own discretion, unconditional authority. That is exactly it, in your own words. Yes. Yes. <laughs> don't think I don't know what you did there, but okay. I used my brain. There you go. Just because I talk in a way as if I'm reading. <laughs> doesn't mean i'm reading it means that 
my brain is fucked and I'm trying to uh, interpret it in a way where I don't screw it up, you know. I have a special power. Like when I'm talking, I can see the words mm. in front of me like like in that Iron Man movie. You know, he's got like the screens in front of him with his hands or whatever and he's like doing things and there's it's in the, it's in midair, mm. you know. I can see the words and I can read them. Jarvis, right? Sure, but Jerry. Cool. Yeah. Fucking hater. <laughs> so I don't know exactly what they're trying to do here, but they are obviously trying to branch out into other er- other areas of capitalism. You know, capitalism is the best. Really. So far. I, I find so far no one's really found a better system. And uh, I don't want to hear shit about other things that they haven't been tried correctly. Well, them haven't been tried correctly led to a lot of murder and death. So, let us continue. Alrighty. <laughs> Moving on from that. And this is another interesting one. Ric Flair's cannabis company, Ric Flair Drip Inc., has been mostly acquired by Mike Tyson's cannabis company, Tyson 2.0. Uh, we I don't like to give financial advice, so this is not financial advice. Advice. I'm just saying, world's changing. Get your portfolios in order. Mm-hmm. Next week, baby. Anyway, that's good, I guess. Combined powers uh, with the baddest motherfucker on the planet and Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would love to try it. So if they want to somehow get me a sample, I'm down. And uh, once the world gets its shit together, we would gladly be a sponsor to that. Well, both already exist. Flair's was around longer than Tyson's. Tyson's came out last yeah, year. Yeah, I know, but it's we're not in a place where we can do that. Oh, you know, <laughs> I didn't know that. You don't know that, like New York is not medical. It's only medical. You can't. I did not do know recreation. No, I, yeah, I never looked into it because you know me. I don't. I I I will imbibe of the cannabis dude very rarely if that was all legal here you don't think that's the only thing i'd ever talk about mm. you don't even know me well I no we i i like i do <laughs> know you and i know that there are plenty of other topics you like to discuss beyond i'd weed. be i'd be working at a dispensary <laughs> <laughs> you probably could that's that's what I'm saying. Like, anyway, right. uh, that's good shit. I'm sure it's such good shit. So well, it's it's not it's not VKM strain. No, no, no. Yo, know, that that would be the shit that keeps you up freaking like 22 hours a day. That's Triple H's next uh, venture. Since <laughs> that'll keep him healthy. <laughs> VKM and Triple H. It, yeah, this one is uh, game over. Mm. Uh, it's a mix. Of, I don't know. Anyway, it'll <laughs> knock you the fuck out. All right, uh, this this is pedigree. It's like <laughs> integrity, but pedigree. Integrity. <laughs> um, moving on from that, and this is equally wacky. There's a lot of business news in the news this week. The authors of Pain have been announced as part of a new NFT called Bull Ape Planet, alongside soccer player. I don't know how to say this. They say he's Italian, but I know this letter doesn't exist in the Italian alphabet. Javen Anderson. His first name is you spelled... You showed me this. Yeah, I did. And I think 
that we need to slow this shit the fuck down. So if you go to the website, bullapeplanet.com, I sent you the link. That's what you're talking about. You see two of these bull apes engaged in a Power Rangers-like battle. I mean, if you're going to be engaged in a battle, it should be a Power Ranger-like battle. Yeah, I agree. According to the press release, Bull Ape Plan consists of 6,969 unique 3D Bull Ape, half bull, half ape, NFTs that will be available for minting on the OpenSea blockchain. Donations, this is, this is the only thing that's like good and remotely concrete here. It's the press release continues. Donations will be made to the community chosen organizations to help make a real world difference. I don't like that. Um, that could mean anything. That could mean whatever that they're aligned with. Uh, I don't know. I, you, they'd have to give full disclosure. Um, I don't know. There's a Joker looking one. But I think it's all stupid. Well, there's only one on OpenSea right now. I took a look. It's the mechanical-looking one. Uh, it has been listed at 0 0.06 Ethereum, which at the moment equates to roughly $188.33. This has to be... I, I hate NFTs, and I hate when people talk about them. <laughs> It's really like, uh, it's it's not like Bitcoin when we first started hearing about it. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, like I'm sure, like like myself, you heard about Bitcoin in its infancy and might have shrugged it off. Exactly. Hence our position right now. Mm -hmm. But like this, I could honestly say, not only do I not want it to get off the ground, I think it's dumb as fuck. Like, I don't understand it. It's like, okay, so after the nukes drop, this is, we're going to trade in something that you can't even get off of a machine or something? And it, and it's a, it's a digital picture. Yeah, it's like it's a digital picture. So when you're starving to death and you want my can of beans, you think I want your stupid digital photo of a dumb dressed up bull or whatever? <laughs> no. Was it you that said NFT stands for nice fucking try? I kind of wish it was me. <laughs> and if it was me in an earlier podcast, thank me. You're welcome. But uh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Nice fucking try. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. And you know what? It's working on a lot of idiots. It is. And a lot of these celebrities are peddling this crap. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like. Oh, my God. I probably we probably sound like boomers right now. I, 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 don't, I don't like the idea. I don't like metaverse. Sounds like complete shit. Mm -hmm. Um. Probably right now in this version, but I think there is a version of that that is to come, you know, but there is always like basic blocks mm -hmm. and what is to come if this doddering old Mr. Magoo looking motherfucker doesn't get us all blown to smithereens, we can reach like a new level of like technology where like you can throw on your Oculus Quest type device that's not connected to anything mm -hmm. and go do your, go to work mm -hmm. without, you know, you could be on your treadmill or whatever doing your work. So, you know, you don't turn into an amoebus blob. Mm -hmm. But this NFT stuff is so stupid. It's so stupid. NFTs and crypto just totally, to me, scream scam. 
Well, crypto is not that much of a scam. Like, Bitcoin is legit. Right. Ethereum is legit. But then there's these other shit coins. Yeah. But, you know. Right. But but the thing is, all of these can be used to, like, launder money and to funnel money illegally. Do you know what most, like, terrorists and things like that use to, like, you know, pay for things? Uh, cash? Yeah. Yeah, American money. Mm. So that is a, a, a moot point because if so, then money. So then the what we got to monitor. Like it's it it it's yeah. I get. I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I like the idea of the blockchain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like this. This it almost sounds like you think it, there should be some sort of regulation or some pullback on the anonymity factor. No, no. I, uh, you know what, though? I will say uh, that this is way too big brain for this podcast for what I want it to be. I think I agree. So we got to get back to big sweaty men and women. Around. And women. Uh, yes. Uh, but what is a woman? That is the question that I don't know the answer to because I'm not a biologist. I, 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 you have to be a biologist. I, I think the IOC says a woman is just a female man. All right. Well, Rich DeRiz was just canceled, and uh, my new co-host, I, Rich DeRiz, too, is here. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Nice to meet you. It's just like the other one, but, like, way less offensive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. I, uh, I apparently have pretty small shoes to fill. Well, listen. It, it, they don't, I, I don't, I'm not sure if they'll fit. I'm going to try. It's about though. the same. Try. It's about the same. I'm going to try. It's about the same. All right. Um, all right. So, let's rock and roll. What else you got there? That's it for the news. Believe it or oh. not. Well, rumor that's... though. Oh. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about this, but now if you don't want a potential spoiler for Cody and or WrestleMania, skip past. I don't know how long because we're recording live. You know, I think it's kind of obvious what's going to happen. And really, no one comes here for spoilers because we're not really right. But when we are, we are. Well, this is coming from the WrestleVotes Twitter account, which is as are they legitimate? As we as we've discussed in the past, they that Twitter account has been has a very very high accuracy rate, like over ninety percent. Well, good. I feel like everybody got an ample warning. Okay. Uh, it was generous. So, according to the WrestleVotes Twitter account, I closed the page, I should have left it open, but um, the account says that if and when Cody debuts, there is a strong push for him to debut with all of the look of the American Nightmare. The entrance, the music, the gear, all of it. Well, before even any of this, I said that's what should be done. Mm -hmm. You did. It's almost so, like they listen. Yeah, and it, well, from what the, from their perspective is that they heard from people close to the situation, mm-hmm. as opposed to me who hasn't heard. And I, I, you know, I have. Well, I don't know if you've been on Twitter today, but Seth Rollins tweeted out like he's a. I don't know if it's kayfabe or whatever, but that Vince texted him that he's that he's going to meet with him at corporate. I saw that. I automatically assumed it was kayfabe. Yeah. So, 
I think that's when we're going to find out that Vince is going to either, we're going to find out on Monday night what who the opponent's going to be, or Seth Rollins isn't going to find out until we find out at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. sort of like the Hardy Boys, like we like was discussed before. Yeah, I think that's probably the best bet. Like keep keep the hype going. Like ra- well, rather, like why uh, spoil the surprise? Why why blow the load before Mania? You know? Yeah. Cody's well, not really blowing the load, but whatever. Well, the question is, I don't think WrestleMania is sold out yet. It's it's typically not until like a couple days before. Only because, really though, like in the that's always been the case, right? Is that well? I don't think that's always been the case, well, dude. Most Maybe times, for the modern era, most times they do release extra tickets. I suppose it's like so. So were, were you hiding these tickets? Were, did did you lose them? Well, it, it's it's um because like that's when they fi- they probably when they finalize the floor plan, mm-hmm. you know because. D- d- different. I don't have to tell you that. Like how different places they have things set up differently. So it's like, oh, I guess we didn't need this much space for so and so production crap here. We could put more seats here. Now we got tickets. Here we go. That kind of deal, maybe. Yeah, but typically those are going to be like really well. Could be near the stage. And they could. And it's one of those things where it's probably like it's Vince, where it's like let's let's keep waiting. Mm-hmm. And I really don't think Cody's going to show up on Monday because you already have Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns on Monday Night Raw. True. They're going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I don't – honestly, I think it, he Vince wants to get to the point where people are like not expecting him to be anywhere and then just pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. And Mania already is kind of big, I guess. But oh yeah, with the US and IC champions on WrestleMania SmackDown, we still have a week. They could still have, they could still change things. They could still do a thing on um on Mania. Like I would suggest and I get it. Like this is this is agreeing with you that yes, there's a possibility that those championships, much like the Andre, but the championships are more important. Will be on Monday night WrestleMania and what is Friday night? It's SmackDown also WrestleMania. Yeah, it's 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 WrestleMania. They're calling it WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Smackdown. All right. Yeah, you can't keep do. You can't just attach WrestleMania to everything. Like first, first they start with this WrestleMania backlash bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now it's WrestleMania Monday Night Raw, WrestleMania SmackDown. It's like it's almost is- like it's a brand. Yeah. Right. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, so look, I, I just think that what they should do, and this is my recommendation. Someone else made a recommendation like this. I think I saw on Twitter. I'm not an original guy. I don't. Remember, it's like some no name, whatever. But that they should do a memorial Razor Ramon ladder match thing. That's a very so good idea. I like it. I was thinking that concept works, but instead. Let's do that, but it's not the Intercontinental Championship. It's not the United States Championship. It's both of them. Yeah, I like it. And and you you unify the championship, or winner because, or the winner gets a shot at the IC or US title, whichever he chooses. Well, the in the WrestleMania ten match, he became the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. That's true. 
So we're trying to replicate that. That's the whole, you know. So I think, or you could just do where they just take both, and it doesn't have to be unified. They just have both belts, you know, kind of like what they were doing with like what the theory is with the unification of the SmackDown and WWE, the Universal Championship and the WWE Championship, mm-hmm. where it's still going to be two separate belts. That they'll you know, be defended differently, like separately. Yeah, like there's a way to like kind of like how Kenny had the Impact Championship and the uh, you know the uh, AEW Championship. Like he was go- he was running hard for a while. Except we're not gonna have him lose have the Tribal Chief who will succeed lose it to a scrub like a Christian type. Right. You know, you want it to be someone where it's like holy shit, this is this is a true threat to the Tribal Chief. I mean, you could even set it up where if the rumor is true, Cody versus Seth is the number one contender for the uni- for the championship, and it could be only one of those championships. So, all right. I hate – I don't hate to nitpick, in fact. You know that. But <laughs> um, given the string of losses that Seth Rollins has had lately, just to even try and get on the WrestleMania card – why is yeah? That's, what yeah. would qualify him for a number one contender match to Roman Reigns' undisputed Universal Championship or Brock Lesnar's? Yeah, you're right. Like that to me, and that's where AEW kind of makes a little bit more sense because of keeping track of win loss records and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Seth Rollins, like they try to say, oh, it's a. I hear people, and I wanted to ask you about it first before I totally shit on it. What's your opinion? On this storyline that Seth Rollins can't get on WrestleMania and he keeps just trying to steal other people's matches by beating them in matches. They have to stop. So the authority figures need to stop enabling him and stop giving him the opportunity to take someone else's idea, take something that someone else already earned. Yeah, it's like it's almost like they're giving into his delusion. Mm hmm. Like his inflated self-importance, like that. If you were to take a poll, like how many people, like, well, there's no WrestleMania without Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is synonymous with WrestleMania. He's not Shawn Michaels, right? Like I wouldn't okay? say that, but WrestleMania without without Seth Rollins, I'm like, it's is still he WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, does he generally deserve a spot on WrestleMania? Yes. Does it need to be main event? Certainly not. It could be. Well, it, it could be a number one tennis match. Put him in, like, have him win the freaking the Andre, which is on WrestleMania SmackDown. Apparently, mm-hmm. I'd I'd argue that Seth Rollins sucks, and <laughs> it's not not anything any knock on his wrestling ability, but how he's being portrayed. Like, if he was going around just winning. And, like, being undeniable, mm-hmm. that's one thing. And I guess one could make the argument, well, he's not a face. He's a heel. But people keep, like, I don't understand. That's I, I can see how some wrestlers that are old school, like Bully Ray, like, nitpick at heels and stuff like that. Because, like, if you're a heel, people aren't doing your music with you. Right. Which is what pushed, what turned, what Jericho, when people were singing his song, he had to pull pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. 
And now he's trying this other thing where it's like, yeah, you'll get some booze, but they're still going to do the song. So you might have to do something about mm-hmm. that. Unless you just don't really want to be a real heel like a MJF. Right. Um, but that's the thing with Seth Rollins. It's like, all right, is he a heel or not? But now he is because he's trying. he even tried to steal from another heel. Uh, Owen's opportunity to do the KO show or whatever. So how about this? What if? What if? See, maybe this is. I have an idea here that they they could have and probably should have done with Seth. Have Seth like so distraught that he could let let's say they he stopped the Kevin Owens thing. Let's say he didn't try to take AJ's match against Edge for whatever fucking reason, right? Instead, have him break Vince's rule. You know, for obviously for kayfabe to try to do like Kevin Owens did, use social media in this case, not as opposed to like TV time, to call out people that he knows are retired. Like, hey Taker, come on, one last match. Hey Triple H, well now you can say Triple H, or hey uh, Devon, you you mentioned Devon, and like Triple H's last. Of- uh, just because I don't want to forget, Triple H's last real match was against Randy Orton. Yep. And so that's kind of fitting. Legend fitting, killer. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, after what he done to me yeah. many years ago. But uh, ha- it's finally time. They should they should have had Seth trying to call out these legends and everything, desperate to get a match, and just have them each in turn reply. Some like, sorry, bro. You know, I'm I'm really really retired this time, and uh, uh, best of luck. They're kind of doing a sim a similar thing, uh, with the Kevin Owens angle where Texan legends are shitting on him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I like that idea if they weren't doing that with him. Yeah, I haven't. Re- it's also kind of like it's basically him copying off of Owens. Because Owens is fucking around with Austin, who's retired. Right, but see, Seth will be doing it because he saw Owens did it and it worked. Seth doesn't necessarily have to target Texas legends. That's true, but Austin's not getting... Uh, Kevin Owens isn't getting a match. He's getting a segment. That which is going to be Seth the final Long- segment on WrestleMania Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. They're going to close WrestleMania Saturday with that? With a stunner. Yes. A stunner and a beer bash is my guess. Oh, man. But that, I mean... That's got to be really upsetting if you wanted to get the main event on night one. Mm -hmm. I guess... You see, my guess is definite beer bash because why make that last? If you could have put that on earlier, but then you'd have to take the time to mop down ringside and everything. There goes my prediction because... Well, first of all, they're pretty good with that anyway. Like, they can have that shit cleaned up by the time the next match starts with the fluff package, mm-hmm. where they tell you about whatever match it is that's coming. They always do those big packages for every match. Yeah, they do. They're really fast. Because mm-hmm. um, I thought they would open kind of like how uh, when they did the whole like Stone Cold and uh, Chuck Hogan and the, the whole Superdome debacle. Oh. Um, when they did that thing, I thought that's what um, that's when KO Show would be. Mm-hmm. But I'm a little disappointed. I really thought... Oh, well, you said segment. So it doesn't mean there can't be a match after. Or is they really going to end the first night it, with that? It looks like they're closing the night with that. Ooh. I don't like that. I guess I'm a little old school. Because I don't think it's ever been done before. 
where a non-match closes the first night. It hasn't, but this is only the third two-night WrestleMania in history. That's true. Well, okay, I guess. And it's not the Sunday. Yeah, well, the Sunday is obviously the biggest match, mm-hmm. you know, in history. Uh, okay. Um, I I don't like it mainly because I'm I'm a bit old school in which I think there should be a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone should be getting their WrestleMania moment. Um, and Austin had plenty of those, and this really wouldn't be much of one for KO, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, either way, whatever happens, I'll watch. Yeah, but kind of like uh, the segment where Jake the Snake put the snake on Ambrose, and he was like, he was so giddy, like he couldn't even sell. He was just smiling, laying on the ground with the snake on him. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is gonna be a mark out mo- moment for Kevin Owens. Well, he needs to get that shit out of his system. Well, I think because this is big boy game. It is. I th- I think Owens would be is good enough to not smile. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I I, I guess we'll see. Uh, obviously. Right. Um. I I just don't. This whole Rollins thing to me is silly. It's ridiculous. And the fact that everyone's playing into his delusion shows the incompetence of the managerial staff. I'm sorry, Sonya Deville. Maybe it's not exactly your idea, but maybe you're not as much of a boss as you think you are. Mm -hmm. And that goes to... So in Messenger, you and I were chatting last night, and I said to remind me I didn't have time to do it. But I was going to make a list of checkboxes that wrestling... Yeah, you were going to have a whole segment for you to do, and you didn't do it. I can kind of off the dome it. So what? I can kind of off the dome it. Holy shit! So one of the th- one of the checkboxes that the action in wrestling has to hit for me is real. Not not only the action, like like the like overall, you need realism. Like the storyline needs to be believable. And what they're doing with Seth, not really believable. I'm not buying it. It doesn't seem like something that would really happen. You haven't earned any chances. You've been given opportunities, and you lost. You tried to take someone else's opportunity. You were given a shot at that, what that person has, and you lost. Why give you yet another shot? You know? So, in that aspect, this particular storyline, that box is not checked for me. Um, and I was going to like talk about AEW and Impact... Uh, I feel like storyline-wise, from when I was watching Impact, a lot of Impact, a lot of their storylines seemed more realistic, more plausible than anything WWE or AEW are doing now. So for me, Impact checks that box. And I said to you, if you take the talent of AEW and WWE and you take the storyline writing of Impact and you put it together you have I think an ideal scenario because I feel like AEW and WWE are lacking some of that realism whether it be in the ring with a you know Dustin Rhodes getting busted open from clearly not 
having his head slammed against the ring steps. By the way, you know... That was fucking terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> Even more terrible, how about Lance Archer no-selling that shot into the turnbuckle immediately before that? It's like, you get thrown headfirst into the turnbuckle so hard that you being younger and faster and stronger than Dustin Rhodes can't kick out of a roll-up, and then you just destroy him. I think that's one of those things that you would say is supposed to show the veteran uh, instincts of Dustin Rhodes, you know, considering that Lance Archer's not been in the business as long as he has. Like, this dude has wrestled like Ric Flair, mm-hmm. you know, and Surfer Sting. Yeah. And shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, people don't realize, just like, I guess both a lot of people do, but a lot of younger people don't realize just how long Dustin Rhodes has been doing this. Like, I remember the natural Dustin Rhodes. Mm-hmm. I remember his theme song. It's in my head sometimes. And I'm like, y'all don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's been doing this for a long fucking time. Like, this gold dust thing in the span of his career is like 15 minutes. That reminds me. Um, talking about the natural reminding me of WCW. Today is the anniversary of the Panama City, Florida uh, broad, uh, broadcast slash simulcast where Shane appeared on WCW TV to announce that his name is on the contract. Yeah, that's funny because I was watching the first episode of uh, John Cena's show on Peacock, WWE Evil, mm-hmm. and it was about Hulk Hogan, mm. and it covered that part where uh, Vince had bought it. So Worth the watch? Was, uh... I think they are. I, I've watched up to... I I had just had to pause the uh, Kane episode. So I saw the first three, four... I would say four and almost five. Because I'm just about done with the Kane one. So four episodes. Okay. So it's... First episode's Hogan. Then The Miz. Then that dirty lying cheating snake Sasha Banks <laughs> and then Kane like hopefully her career is not even halfway over and she already has one of these episodes she has just left that kind of legacy in her wake where it's like oh oh you're friends with Sasha Banks good luck with that yeah we we could go into detail on that off the air. It's not exactly uh, friendly for everybody else's ears. Really? Like, I have my theories on why she has an episode already. But, wow. like, there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, like, if you're a fan, I would watch it. Like, And if you're not a fan of hers, especially, it's very important to know thy enemy. <laughs> so... And, and, and I feel like if someone is your true mortal enemy, even if they don't know it or have no reason to be, uh, it's, you have to respect them. And if because if you don't respect your enemy, then they can and will hit you with that backstabber before you even know it. Naomi, look out, girl. <coughs> you in grave danger, girl. She... To quote Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost. <laughs> you in grave danger, girl. 
Naomi mm. should know what she's getting herself into here. She's been there. Right. But people forget shit. And you know what? Here's the thing. Here's another thing. And and bless them. Bless Naomi for being such a kind, kind child. Is that you people don't change. Okay? She is a... a, a and I saw, and she's not always going to be getting down to dance with you. Just, you, you right, don't turn your back. Mm-hmm. Do not turn your back. That's all I'm saying. And that ends my Sasha rant. But yeah, totally check those out. Um, I like stuff like that. Uh, mainly because it's like, it's really good if you can just sit there and watch it also. But if you're like me and your attention pan, span is kind of shit and you can, you're better at just listening. Like with these things, you don't have to watch it. Cool. Like you can listen. It's almost like a podcast kind of. Mm-hmm. So with like John Cena narrating, it's always kind of weird when like the weirder part for me was like when the Miz one and Miz is ta- is and they're talking about when like uh, Miz gets destroyed by John Cena mm-hmm. and like John Cena is the narrator. So it's, it's kind of weird that way. So, so he talks in third person. I, I, I don't remember if he said John Cena. Okay. But he might have, because like <laughs> when John interviews. Cena got the better of so the it could have been the Miz saying it, you know, because they 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 interview him about it. Mm. He's talking about it also. Like everyone that's featured in these, that's a, that's about them. They're in it. Is it kayfabe? Like, they talk no. to them. No, you you talk about like you know, for example, Mercedes. Like she talks about her. Cool. You know, as, as growing up and stuff like that. Like you learn a lot, mm-hmm. but like. For people like me and you, well, mostly me, out of the two of us who's listened to more wrestling podcasts, like, it's nothing she hasn't really said before, but, like, there's some stuff later in there about, like, how when she asked for her release, that's in there. Mm. So, check the, it out. The, in, the infamous tantrum. Uh, yeah, I don't know. that The tantrum part wasn't mentioned, but, like, she was feeling burned out. Yeah, I wouldn't mention that to her face either. She was feeling burned out. And uh, she went to Vince and, you know, because, like, she's always had the hair in and she's always been Sasha Banks. And, like, she, it's like Mercedes wasn't there. Like, she was that and she was just fucking tired. Mm. That kind of deal. I can imagine. Yeah. We've all gotten burned out. I took, yeah, but I took we a week never... off for work a couple weeks ago because I was burned out. Yeah. But you don't, you don't wear a, a wig. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't yeah, wear a yeah, wig. Yeah, we're not – like, our job is not to be a completely different person. Yeah, well, you, you know, like, I used to do that. Mm. But, like, you're not wearing a wig, like, literally all the time. Yeah. <laughs> People forget that shit. <clears throat> all right, so there is there's, – there's, there's the realistic box. There's also the interesting box. Now, it, it's <laughs> important for a storyline to be, to be realistic. But it also has to be interesting. Like, I don't want to see a storyline about, you know, your general run-of-the-mill challenges at work. I have that every day at work. Make it interesting. Interest me. Like Undertaker and Kane. Right. Now, for instance, for me, the most compelling storyline on TV right now in wrestling is um, Roman and Brock. You and everybody else. Yeah, it's... Who's being honest? Yeah, it's 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 the biggest storyline. It's about the biggest prize, the two biggest prizes in the biggest company in the industry, and I won't entertain any arguments that WWE is not the biggest company in the industry. 
it is at least in w in within the U.S. Okay, I I can't I honestly can't compare it to New Japan. I don't know or honestly AAA and CMLL. I think in the whole world. It probably Honestly. Is. It's certainly the Everybody furthest, knows it. It's certainly the furthest reaching. Yeah, but listen. One second. Yes. McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Think about that. McDonald's. Mm-hmm. WWE is in that category. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows. Everybody. With the exception of the most dirt poorest, you know, no TV ever. We're busy trying to fucking survive here. Mm-hmm. We don't have time for this shit. Yeah. But the majority of the world, WWE. When you say wrestling, oh, you mean WWE? Mm-hmm. It's not. Oh, you mean Triple A? Hmm. Even in Mexico. Well, maybe because it's like, oh, well, I, I probably have more of a shot. But like everybody knows it, mm-hmm. especially this day and age. Yep. So it has to be interesting. Like I said, Roman and Brock is interesting. I would use the word compelling also. Yeah, certainly. Now. Hangman and Adam Cole, interesting. Not like I'm not. It, it's not. It's interesting. But it's not compelling. You know, like I want. I'm about to say something that might offend some people. You, go ahead. If Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns had a bar fight, if these guys were having a bar fight, wow, right? Mm-hmm. But if Adam Cole and Adam Page were having a bar fight. Okay, mm-hmm. there's levels to this shit, right? You know what I mean. If I don't want anybody that's close to me, let me all right. Let me put it. To, let let me take your analogy here. If Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are having a bar fight, and Adam Cole and and Hangman Page are there, they are getting tossed by Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I'd argue that they're getting the fuck out of there <laughs> if if <laughs> if they're quick enough. Brock yeah. is goddamn quick. Roman is quick. Right, yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just questioning how much quicker than Roman and Brock are they? You know what, though? I also think we're old school, though. And I know this is coming up a lot. I'm going to call this episode We're Old School. Okay. But, like, we're used to superstars. Mm -hmm. Larger than life, big ultimate warrior, macho man Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, like... Those guys, mm-hmm. you know, megastars, The Undertaker. You, I'll even put even Bret the Hitman Hart. Mm-hmm. You know, you had we had Shawn Michaels. Like these guys were literally larger than life. Yeah, physically imposing statures. Yeah, like even HBK back in the day was jacked. Mm-hmm. Like, like these guys were jacked. Like. And people like, oh, why do people keep body shaming Adam Cole? It's because he doesn't look like a fucking megastar like HBK. Right. The the comparisons are, you know, yes, he might be his illegitimate son, but he doesn't go to the same gym. Right. You know, he's, it's not, it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. And I'm sorry. And these guys, Adam Cole, the, the Adam Coles of the world, the Hangman Pages of the world, they are great at wrestling. They're really kind of good. But they're not... You, They can't get away with the nonsense that Hogan or Warrior were even saying, mm-hmm. where you didn't understand, because they just backed it up with these imposing... Andre the Giant, yep. you know? Uh, a lot of their big guys are just fat. But, like, big, meaty men... 
but they do have this. They have Hobbs. You know, they have Wardlow. They have Lance Archer. Brian Cage they have somewhere. Brian Cage somewhere. That's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Brian Cage somewhere. Mm-hmm. Brian Cage, he should have a championship that's not a made-up bullshit championship. I'm sorry, Taz, mm-hmm. but until they acknowledge the FTW championship, then it's just Ricky Starks versus Jay Lethal in a regular-ass match. Mm-hmm. It's just Ricky Starks Versus Swerve in a regular ass match with your fucking pretend champion. Mm -hmm. And Jay Lethal should be the TNT champion. Yes. Okay? Justice for Jay. Right now, Scorpio Sky is the TNT champion, and that's good too. Yep. Don't get me wrong. I like that too. Good promo, by the way. Talking about how he he was in the top five for a year before he got a shot at the TNT title. That's where AEW's got it right, where you could be like, hey, that's kind of true. Mm-hmm. The records show this. Yep. So that, and and that it's good when it pays off. Sometimes that stuff pays off where it's like, and it's funny though, normally that kind of stuff is used to justify like a face. Like, why am I not getting this? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, why are you holding me back? But, you know, and he's a great heel. I think it's good that that happened. So, like I said, like, Jay Lethal should be the champion, but I didn't mean, like, right now. Right. You know, just don't don't waste him. Yeah. He should be on Dynamite, not freaking Dork or Elevation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I had to get that out there, that these, the reason that the Roman, my, to your point, the reason that the Roman and Brock thing is so compelling and so huge is because they are pro- probably like one of the last two of a bygone era, mm-hmm. you know, megastars who have, yes, you could make the argument that they've wrestled before, but that's what makes this even more better. And they're different characters now. Yes, exactly. On the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen the Roman Reigns episode of Evil. I'm sure what whatever I watch in that is going to totally shit on everything I'm saying right now. But it's like the coin is flipped. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it, it's... We are... Like, ignoring the amount of time that's passed. Because obviously time has passed. But so much has changed in both of their stories. That this is a completely different story. This is a completely different book within the series. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like the entire la- like literally the entire landscape around them has changed. Yeah, it's like if you were reading the first you read the first series where it's uh, uh Roman Reigns the legendary the humble beginnings mm-hmm. and the the Roman end- Reigns, boy, I'm glad my name's not Leaki anymore. He, yeah, the story ends where we'll just say figuratively, it's not literally where where he defeats the Undertaker. You know, to, 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 in his story, he is also beating the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Only two men have beaten the Undertaker at WrestleMania: Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And then the, that book ends, and now we begin a new season as it were and our one-time hero is no longer the hero his motivations they're different now he's the tribal chief and he's come to claim his birthright Mm -hmm. and now brock lesnar he is 
the alpha male of our species. He's always been the great beast that's tormented the tribal chief before he was a tribal chief, when he was the big dog, Roman Reigns. And now it is time for him to put his enemy behind him. So he kept... At the beginning, it wasn't even about that. He kept mowing them down. He kept moving forward as he stacked and smashed his enemies. Mm -hmm. And Brock Lesnar looms in front of him. And he will end it all, blood for blood, at WrestleMania. And that's why it's really good. You know, I've been trying to encapsulate AEW... Like, literally AEW's entire history. To compare to this one storyline, and it doesn't work. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, this rivalry has been going on since the inception of AEW. Right. But, like, but even... That's true. It's kind of been a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, the, the first the first book series of the Robin saga that we just made up... Mm -hmm. That's older than AEW. It is. So there's no way AEW could possibly write anything that is nearly as compelling as that. They, they don't um, have it. Because, I, because, because the talent is doing the writing. And Tony Khan is ultimately like signing off, maybe making tweaks here and there. But it's not, it's not the creative vision of one man who literally put everything he had... Every last penny he had into a company to get it off the ground. It's yeah. it's run by a guy that came in with plenty of money and still has plenty of money and is starting to tighten the purse strings a little bit saying, well, it's starting to dwindle. Like Tony Khan is closer to pulling out of AEW. I don't think he's pulling out of AEW for the record, by the way. Don't take me out of context here. But my Xbox just turned on for some reason. He is closer to contemplating pulling out of AEW than Vince ever was with WWE. Yeah, I think what he's doing right now, though, is he's trimming the fat just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Joey Jadell is not there anymore. Literally trimming uh, fat? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Marco Stunt. Not fat, but, uh, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah no, I know. know I, uh, I was, I was uh, I'm hoping for a longer list. <laughs> Swole, you know, she's out. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and who knows who could be next. I but think, I, I, honestly, I think Brian Cage. Um, and I think that would be good for Brian Cage. It would be. He's. He, I think he's, he, I don't know if he's doing stuff with Impact now, but I know that... His wife was uh, pretty publicly bashing AEW and the way that they are handling Brian's career, and that didn't earn him any friends, I believe. Like, you have but so much time, mm -hmm. you know, to capitalize, and I feel like they really dropped the ball with this guy. Mm -hmm. Like he's he's a really like he's a superstar. He, he's built like a WWE superstar. He really I'm sorry, is WWF superstar. He is. It's true. He's a big dude. He is super athletic. Like he is Brock Lesnar level athletic. I don't say that 
without, you know, without care. That is, he has Brock Lesnar kind of athleticism. He does, he could do a goddamn shooting star press. He he does moonsaults. It's nuts. The stuff that he could do. He's, he doesn't even have to do those things. Exactly. So he's like, and he shouldn't. He, he does a Frankensteiner. Yeah, but I, you don't have to do those things. Right. Like you can extend your career by not doing that. Like you can. And it's the same story every fucking time you keep bringing up whenever you want the Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. that, you know, st- why are you doing that? You know, save that. That Look at your size. Somebody like you doing that. You know, and it almost ended his life. Yep. Um. So, like, don't, like, if you could do the crazy stuff and you're really good at it, then it's got to be that, like... That special trick, like the Daffy Duck, you know, he could only do the trick once, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> just the one time, like a special occasion. Until then, your power can just get you through. Like with Wardlow, like his working style, the whole power bomb symphony thing, like that's all he needs to be over, and it works. Exactly. Like, you don't need all these fancy bells and whistles. Leave the freaking gymnastics to the ricochets. Leave it to the Adam Coles of the world. Mm-hmm. The only thing. The only hindrance to Brian Cage, really, especially like if WWE were, start, were to start looking at him, is his age. Take a, yeah. take a guess how old he is. I don't know if you know. I had to look it up. 38. 38. Holy shit. I'm, older than- I'm the same age as Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, obviously. I'm kind of. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 39. I'm 38. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's what I meant by you know, like time mm-hmm. is you need to really capitalize on it, and it's really criminal. Yeah, and he was in FCW in two thousand eight and two thousand nine. Yeah, he and te- talk. He teamed with none other than Sean Ricker. Yeah, yeah. Like we talk about, like um, fuck my brain, it's not working anymore, Rich. It's, it's, I, fuck, I forgot what we were talking about the other day. <laughs> Shit. Go back to Messenger. It's there. It's, it's, well, I, I was, I, that's a different thing where I said that, like, I'm convinced a 15-year-old who's watched nothing but Paul Heyman's SmackDown could write better than these guys in AEW and whatever. Mm-hmm. It is true, but, though. I, it, I, it, I, I am publicly agreeing to that. Yeah, that's, that's 100, 100% true. But I, I think my, it was, a oh. There we go. We were talking about how you were saying that, like, Tony Khan had, like, a plan, Mm -hmm. you know, a drawn-out plan for, like, you know, the title, like, where it goes, even past Adam. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, I I mean, Adam Page. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you can't, it's not like a book, you know, things change. Like, rosters change, the feels change, people's reactions to things change. Yep. So you have to change. Sometimes you have to change with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm not going to. I like Hangman Adam Page. And I like that they fulfilled that storyline. But I have a feeling that it's almost over. Hmm. Um, I think. This is my prediction. I think they're going to switch the belt to Adam Cole. I think they're going to switch it to Adam Cole. I don't agree with it, but I think that's the plan. I'm a big Adam Cole fan. Oh, I know. And a lot of people are, and they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think I actually think Hangman should retain over Cole. He has already. I think he should do so again. How many times can you lose to the champ before it's like, what are you doing, bro? Well, it's okay. Yeah, because he's the champ. Right. But, but, like, why does he get more opportunities? Like, what's his record? Like, where is he in line? That's a good question. Because they do you know? prioritize that. Let me see. AW. Like, how does that work? Like, I don't understand how it works. Because it's like, what? Like, does your win-loss record, like, what does it go? Like, in regards to, like, the TNT championship, you know, why is it that you go after that? But if your record's good enough for the world championship, why wouldn't you go there first? Mm-hmm. I have it here. So they up they update these on Wednesdays. I don't know if it's Wednesday before Dynamite or after. Uh, oh, back in the day. Because back in the day is a Wednesday. Yeah. The So Hangman in 2002 is 4-0. Scorpio Sky 2002. Uh, did I say 2002? 2022. Wow. AEW's older than I thought. Yeah. 2022, Hangman is 4-0. Scorpio, 6-0. Okay. Why is this Scorpio Sky challenging? <laughs> well, you see, I think... But they have... They just show them both here. Hangman Adam Page, World Champion, Scorpio Sky, TNT Champion. They're not necessarily putting the AEW Championship at a higher level than the TNT title. Like, to to what we've said in the past, they're not treating the TNT title like a B title. Mm. So I get, you know, pretty clearly that's why Scorpio Sky is happy with, excuse me, with the TNT title. So the top five is as follows. Lance Archer, 9-1. Sammy Guevara, 8-1. Jay Lethal, 7-1. He had a second loss. Was this his second loss on Dynamite? This must be pre-Dynamite then. Yeah, because uh, he mentioned that two he, two people beat him from cheating. Yeah. Well, it was Starks and Cole. Yes, so Starks was Wednesday. Okay. Uh, Adam Cole. No. 5-1. Adam one. Cole was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole, 5-1. He... So Adam Cole is 6-1 now. Okay. So I think theoretically, Adam Cole's six and one would be better than Jay Lethal's seven and two. Theoretically, but we shall see. And rounding out the top five is Powerhouse Hobbs at eight and two. So it looks like the losses, in their own way, way more than the wins. So Cole at six and one would be higher than Lethal at. Seven and two. Hobbs would be ahead of Lethal, even. I would watch the shit out of Hobbs just beating the shit out of Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, they they really book Hobbs as green, though. You know, like just not having the um, just not not being ring savvy, the whole experience, yeah, and ring savviness over power type thing, right? I would argue, what the hell is Taz teaching him then? It's a great question. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, women's rankings. Uh, you know, obviously, Thunder Rose is 6-1. Jade Cargill, 7-0. 29-0 overall. Still looking for number 30. Uh, top 5. Serena Deep, 6-0. Nyla Rose, 5-0. Red Velvet, 6-1. Britt Baker, 3-1. And, and Layla Hirsch, 7-2. And we don't care about tag teams. 
nah, I'm not worried about it. I'm. It's gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be the Blackpool Fight Club or whatever they call themselves now. Is that what what they're calling themselves? Yeah. BFC. Yeah, something like that. Um. It's fine, I think, to have a name mm-hmm. like that. I like it. Uh, it makes it. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder what they're gonna add, if they're gonna add any more people, or is it just for right now? It's just Daniel Brian Danielson, Daniel Brunson, Brandon Burr, and um, Moxley. It looks like Wheeler Yuta is going to accept their tutelage. Uh, good. Get him away from those other guys. Did you did you catch that promo? I never liked you. Oh, I never liked you either. But yada yada. Yeah. It's like uh, let me know when it's over. And uh a little word of advice uh to the Tony Cons of the world that definitely don't listen to this podcast. Wish you would keep, though. Keep your clown boy Danhausens away from hooks. <laughs> because the two should never cross. And if anything, he should have laid his creepy ass out and kept on walking. But all he did was keep on walking. Which is the guy, it's okay. he still got in his face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? It's it's like, listen, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a baby. We're not playing clown games, all right? Mm-hmm. This is man shit. I got things to do. That's what I thought. I'm okay with Dan Housen coming up and coming out and doing funny stuff every now and then. Please. Not with serious, not with people that you consider to be serious characters, right? But, but to, you don't. To your point, to, it's like he Hook just walked away. Hook's not he, even considering him nearly a threat. I understand that, but you keep your twenty four sevens away from your championship material. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So Tamina and Zawa. You see, I, th- I fast forward, this, so you tell me. <laughs> this this falls under the category of, who is this for? Call that the Jer... That'll be subtitled the Jer category, because that's always your question. Who's, who is this for? Right? I, it's a valid question. Mm-hmm. It's a valid question, because they, it asks... It, it begs the question, who is it for? And I, it's not for me. Right. Who besides VKM is entertained by this? Honestly, dude, I couldn't say. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it, it might be for like a, a a a small population of mothers that got dragged out there by their kid or whatever. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. But. You know, like to to be honest, this entire storyline that's going on, the only time I was invested was when Reggie. Realized he was in the friend zone and said, all right, cool, sure, friends, and then rolled her off for the title. Because as a former mayor of the friend zone, that's what you got to do to get out of it. That's exactly it. You know, you, you ha- there comes a time when you have to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to man up. You know, and partly that's what they want if they're worth any worth anything. You know. Yep. So, moving on from the check boxes because we could literally be here all day, and unfortunately, I'm not nearly prepared enough for that. Hopefully, 
another time. Apologies. Yeah, apologies. Hopefully, hopefully another time I will have time to delve into that. But um, I have Final Fantasy on uh, Origin waiting for me. Um, Are you still in the Chaos Shrine? Yeah, I, I haven't been able. To, I haven't had time to touch it. Yeah, I I am also in the Chaos Shrine. Okay. I'm playing on action mode. Mm-hmm. So like I'm getting killed by those bombs. Mm, yeah, they so, suck. But it's like right by the save point, which is cool because on action mode, like you get more loot than you would on like story mode. Really? Yeah, it says that okay. in when you're selecting difficulties. So it's okay, I guess, but at least I'm learning the combat. Did, but yeah, let's continue. R- yeah. Real, real quick, did you get to the part that I told you about where I was stuck? No, not yet. Okay, cool. I'm like, I just finished like learning about like, what I got to like the second save point in the Chaos Shrine. So. Yeah, I think that's where, that's around there. Okay, well, I haven't been stuck yet. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so I I I went through before we started recording, and I did my highlighting of each episode this week the goods the bads and the uglies Mm -hmm. uh i could do this in chronological order i don't mind uh cool so when seth when seth was uh talking about you know miss opportunities and everything and his wrestlemania spot and his mic was cutting out and then he's trying it says they're trying to shut him up remember that on raw yeah i thought it was like him i like trying to cover for technical difficulties. I kind of got bootleg pipe bomb vibes. Oh, I you know I just think yeah it, it would have to be bootleg because Seth be, Rollins is such a company. Yeah, man. because I remember Punk shouting, "You can't silence me" or something like that. I will yeah. not be silenced. Whatever it was. That sounds like a Seth Rollins. <laughs> like it's he's so lame sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I like the guy, but sometimes he's so uh. Yeah, so 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 that got a red highlight from me. Mm. That's my, my like my like the teacher's red pen. That got a red I kinda highlight. like this. This should be a new thing for you. It might make things easier for us. It certainly will. Yeah. Uh we already talked about Pierce and Sonya giving Seth another chance to take someone else's spot at WrestleMania they already fucking earned. That got being bad at their job, yes. Yeah, that got that got a red highlight. And that's bad for the fans too, because it's like the fans want that. They don't want that. Like you're trying to take away. Yeah, and beyond even, you know, knowing or suspecting knowing of the rumors of Cody coming in to face Seth at Mania, like what fan is really going to believe that Seth is going to beat Kevin Owens for Kevin Owens' spot on his own show interviewing Steve Austin? Yeah. I, like, who's going to be on the edge of the seat? Like, wait, Kevin Owens might lose. No, no, no. <laughs> no one's on the edge of the seat with that. Yeah, it's like reading a back issue. Yeah. Like, thinking it's going to be different. <laughs> Come on. It's they're just they're literally just filling time. I read that yeah. I did read that. Um, Bianca wasn't on Raw, right? No, because she's still uh, quote hurt. And Becky cut like real that that was a really good problem. I'm, get, I'm getting to that. So um, uh, Becky uh, Bianca had to get pulled from a uh, an autograph signing or some sort of appearance on Monday also. So I wonder if maybe she had a bit of a cough or something. I think that it's selling the injury. Okay. You know what I mean? Hopefully. 
You, like in one of your boxes, you know, believable. Yep, that's true. All right, so then there was the Becky promo. What does it profit a man to gain the world but lose his soul? Is very good. That got like, a definite green highlight for me. This is good stuff. At first, I'm sitting there, and she's got the chair, and I'm like, no, no, this is not, this is an edge thing. Stop it. I hate this. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. I will, I will now shut my fucking mouth. <laughs> you, even you, Becky's biggest fan. I know, because I don't want her to do those. I don't like those edge things where it's like Shakespeare but when she does it it's just it's a next that was a neck that like I, that's a next level thing it was like a brief moment where I'm like no you're better than this and I was like oh what this is you this is good mm-hmm. so the, the, the difference between for me it's always you're better than this it's not like oh I, why are you doing this don't you I hate you yeah it's you know you're better than this. exactly so the difference between this Becky and this edge right that we're talking about mm-hmm. like with theatrics and everything yeah the Becky's is more believable. Yeah, because Edge is acting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know him. We know everything about him. Yes, Edge. We think we know you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, the Becky was so good. She, that, that one promo was compelling. I think, and I I don't know if you're you know as in the same boat as I am, and talking about how I'm such a freaking like day one with her. It's that like just what you think. It's she's not you know as best as she's been. She'll just show you that you need to fucking have faith, lest ye be removed. You know, mm-hmm. like she's got this shit. Yeah. So so the thing it. is, and this is. This is the key. So there are people that will build on their character and it sort of transforms them into like a different character. Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't work as a layer. What Becky has managed to do is her character, as she adds different layers, different flavors, different colors, whatever you want to call it, it creates a tapestry of, that is Becky Lynch. It is all of this that we're seeing and more because she's just going to continue adding to it. She has a way to make it all work together within her character. Yeah, it's the outfits. It's the things she says. Mm -hmm. It's the way she walks. It's the purpose in which, you know, when she's on commentary, it all kind of comes together. Mm -hmm. And I know, to be honest, you actually just reminded me, there was one... Time a uh, while back when when she was feuding with Rhonda, that she came out all like nervous and everything, and I said that it's t- it's too much. Yeah, that that one thing. Mm-hmm. It does like you know what she tried something, it didn't work for me, but it overall she's still goddamn great, and that's what matters. Holding it down is what she's doing. Uh, moving on, that actually yep, was... Uh, one thing before you go with that yep, yep. is complacency. She's not that, you know? Indeed. Some people get complacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... All. all I can... All I sense ever from Becky is a passion for what she's doing. 
Yeah, and you know, and I believe in my heart she's doing this for Bianca also. Mm-hmm. You know, because when when it goes down, it goes down. Like I'll always be on her side. But if if the rare chance that Bianca Belair may be lucky enough to maybe beat the man, it's gonna help her a lot. Exactly, and and that's the thing. Like to your old point way back in the way back about you shouldn't bury your opponent before a match because what if they beat you? Then what? Yep. You know? This is the same thing. It's like you build yourself up, build yourself up, make everyone believe in you so strongly and, you know, actually back it up almost all the time. You know? To the one the one point you finally lose a match, guess what? It's that much bigger for the person that beat you. Mm-hmm. That's wrestling. That's the storyline. Love it. Yeah. So the only other thing I have to say about Raw, I didn't... In Oh, I should have highlighted this. I forgot about this. Um, How dare The you. finish to the stupid mixed tag match came in picture in picture. That shows how much they care about it. Mm-hmm. That's your 24-7 champion right there. My 24-7 champion. And last thing about Raw. I didn't, I didn't highlight it, but I'm surprised you haven't brought it up yet. We have an alleged date for Veer's final uh, arrival. Ah, that's right. Is it the Raw After Mania? Raw After Mania. <laughs> and then and someone said on Twitter that, like, on Monday, after that, like, on Raw, they change it to, like, Vera's coming to SmackDown. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then start the process again. But you know what? It's it's yeah. it's not real until it happens. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that was pretty funny that they actually did that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I liked it better when it's just like a mystery, like you still don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd rather it be that. Yeah. Just one week, all of a sudden not have it, and then just have him show up the next week. Yeah, don't put a number, because that's a surprise. Yeah. Like, because then they'll do the promo that he's coming, and then after the commercial, his music plays, and he's there. Yep. Uh, let me see. I have one note on NXT. Sure. Uh, it was an earlier segment because you know they're like, "Hey, earlier this happened," like because it can't be happening right now, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, India and Persia bickering about which of them had more social media coverage about their makeout session. Yeah, we don't have to do that. Who's this like for? That, that exactly, dude. <laughs> like, what? What do you? Why? Why are we doing what? Who is this? Stop it! Like, this is some. 24-7, I-95, 7-Eleven championship type things. Yep. <sighs> so there's that. Um, tr- I'm looking through. I don't... I guess Chase, the Chase University segments are to sort of like get people's faces on camera and then for Vince to say, what about that one? You know? Mm-hmm. It's it's gotta be what it is, and definitely this Bodhi, whatever his name is, character is gonna is gonna be the breakout star here. Because Andre Chase, like he actually looks like a college professor, and is doesn't have a single believable thing about him in the ring. Yeah, he's a guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Uh. Was it? Oh, this actually goes back to what we were saying earlier about um Adam Cole. I think it was the Triple H interview where he said. No one wants to. No one wants to pay money to see their next door neighbor. 
I agree, one hundred percent. Like, <laughs> I feel like this whole like, you know, pushing these like basic bitch versions of dudes. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's what Adam Cole is. You know, I'm just saying, you know, it's because they are also basic and they can't fucking get like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could be. I mean, <sighs> be a superstar. Like, I feel like. The Adam Coles of the world should say to, should say to themselves, "Who did I look up to again? Shawn Michaels. Okay, look at me. Look at Shawn Michaels. What's the difference? You think Shawn Michaels even knows what a Nintendo is? Nope. Like you either want to be the world champion, or you want to be great at Halo Infinite, which I hear sucks anyways. Yeah, chugs. Yeah, like." Pick what you want. Like you're not me, dude. You're 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 AEW superstar. Like get in the gym. I say that like I don't I don't think he is. Like maybe he is. Maybe his body's just not built to have muscles, which is incorrect because he was in better shape in NXT. He was. Um. Uh, that that's the only reason why it warrants criticism. Because That's the only reason anyone's saying anything, right? Yeah, because he's clearly just let himself go. Yeah. Um, like, no one ever said this about Kevin... No one ever, Well, people probably have, but, you know, people don't really say this about Kevin Owens. People don't really say this about Keith Lee, you know? I say this about Keith Lee. It's just, like... Because that's how Kevin Owens is built. That's how Keith Lee is built. Adam Cole's yeah. put on weight. We made fun of Chris Jericho a couple weeks ago. And look at him now. Yeah. He went back to the DDP yoga, clearly. Yeah, and uh, look, Cole, like you, you, you're on on the road to losing your hair. Like that hair, that's not gonna last long, brother. Well, I mean, it is genetic, and his pops is shaving his head now. Yeah, you don't want to be bald and be built like that. Right, it's not a great. Right, look. you might as well be an out of shape Brandon Cutler. You know. Not that I even know what it, what he looks like without a shirt off, but I'm just I'm just guessing that he might at least try. Are you talking to me now? No. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I got an HDMI cable so I could hook up my computer to my TV for my DDP yoga. Yes. All right. Um. So I'm I'm gonna get on that too. I I, I need to work on the flexibility to help my knee strength, so I can get to running. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, my, like my deadline's October. I want, I want to, I want to be, I want to get in certainly much better shape than I'm in right now by October. That's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. As and that running. picture of me at your wedding is my is my inspiration. It's also my inspiration. Nice. A picture of myself at my wedding, <laughs> not yours. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. All right. So scrolling through, um. So what do you think about uh, Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray? Oh, cashing in their Dusty to make a fatal four-way? Yeah. That's kind of weird. You know? Mm-hmm. Because, like, wouldn't it just... Why wouldn't it be a triple threat? I think there's already someone in there. I th- it's uh, Cora Jade versus Mandy. Yeah. So now I, it's I fatal four-way. I... I guess the smart thing for me would just be just save it for another time. Like, it says they have to use it by the time, like, stand and deliver. Uh, I haven't seen 
the contract, but sources close to the situation don't tell me that they could probably use it whenever they want. But San Deliver is sort of the recommended time frame mm-hmm. because it is WrestleMania weekend. They really want to put the belt on this girl, don't they? Cora Jade? Yeah. I think it should stay with Mandy. They really want to push Cora, but I think it should stay with Mandy. I think it should stay with Mandy, too. Um, uh, I I don't like the idea because you won a tag team tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I think you should stick with, you know, but then it's like you just totally took a shit on the women's tag team championships. It's like, yeah, that's not good enough. We want to we want to be the champion, so we're going to just make this fatal four away. Yeah, I kind of I feel like they sort of um they kind of fixed that by saying that their ultimate goal is to destroy Toxic Attraction, and the best way to do that is to take the title from her. So, if Io and Kaylee Ray, if neither of them win, the ma- if Cora Jade becomes NXT Women's Champion, right? It's just going to be us blessed with Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai matches. But there's no re- reason for them to not ultimately get a tag title match down the road. You know, it could it could cause dissension within Toxic Attraction, right? What are you saying? There's always a plan B, right? Well, okay. no, 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 not quite, not quite, not quite. But it could cause some dissension, cause some fighting, this, that, and the other. Kayla Ray and Io Shirai show up and take advantage of the fighting to you know get the physical upper hand, and you know just repeated attacks. You know, hey, we won the tournament, so we're gonna get the title shot anyway. Or maybe Toxic Attraction will challenge them, blaming them for the uh, the dissension. You know, I'm fine with anything that lets me watch Kaylee Ray and El Shirai beat the fuck out of people. Yeah. So, you know, be it each other, that's just, you know, that'll happen eventually. Mm-hmm. So, just the way it is. I really just, I like... Ideally, we would just get Kaylee Ray unleashed, you know? I Yeah, this is not the Kaylee Ray that we're accustomed to. That reminds me, no Dewdrop this week. She'll be back. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't always get to be on TV every week. It's true. And she's been very fortunate, mm-hmm. you know, to have been as long as she has. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like her. I'm a fan. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think she's bad. I hate um, the name, but she's great. Yeah, the name is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I, a lot of times, like... I'm worried that once Kaylee Ray does roster, main roster, they'll change it. And they shouldn't because it's fine the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, she's held the title for a really long time. And speaking of which, when we're like body shaming, look at look at Walter. I will not call him Gunter. Hmm. Fuck off. Gunter. Look, at, he's leaner. Like, he's in even more better shape. Good. I hadn't noticed, but good for him. It's, yeah, like next time you rewatch that last match he had, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like it, he's less dad bod and more like you know, a little bit more ripped, kinda. Like he he looks a little bit leaner. I I don't remember if it was this week or last week. I replayed on social media because like it was there. The initial chop. I, it must have been last week's match because I don't think he had a match this week. No, this it was this week. The mm-hmm. the first chop he hit on Duke Hudson, 
Yeah, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. The crowd literally blew up. He's got a really heavy hand. Man. Like, dude should be a butcher and just do everything. With, like, no knives. He's a no-knife butcher. <laughs> Maybe you should go into business with Brock. He'll just, he'll just be like, he could be the tenderizer. Yeah. Ooh, that would be a good match. Brock Lesnar versus Gunter. Oh, I called him it. Walter. <laughs> Holy Brock shit. Brock versus Walter. Woo. Brock. You think? Well, so ultimately, Vince does see Brock's age and is like, well, we got to get someone else big. Roman Reigns is it now. Roman Reigns will probably be it for the next five years. But what about beyond that? Yeah, always looking ahead. Yep. And you have to. Like, who else in the system is big like Gunter? Yeah. Uh, Von Wagner? Yeah, but he's barely homo sapien. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Caveman! Remember that? Yeah, like, he he should... They should rebrand him Crow Magnum. Yep. <laughs> Instead of Von Wagner. Yeah, exactly. Which... Uh, for, Von Wagner is a last name. Period. Yeah, it's a I last agree. name. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I can't believe they debuted this guy with a last name and no first name. Like I know they do it all the time, but usually it's one word. This is two. It's like you know, like who? I'm sure there are people that are like there are kids that are like eight years old and don't know that Von is the first part of a a Germanic last name. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. his first name is Von. It's not. Yeah, they might as well call NXT Project Mayhem because of Project Mayhem, we have no names. Yep. You know, because the, when they leave there, they're going to have a new name. So Speaking of Joe Gacy. Yeah, right? Um, well, oh, I, uh, there's I also, wonder, um, hmm. uh, what's his, uh, um, Gacy's guy, Harland. Yeah, him. And you also got, uh, you know, Little Papa Punk. Yep. You know, he's or a little dog face, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call him. Um, you know, he's puppy the face future. gremlin. Yeah, he's the future. Um, uh, I wanted to bring up the like the the like Tony Khan, and we're back to AEW. Just because I, I I don't want to forget this. Mm-hmm. Whoever's idea for Thunder Rosa's first segment as the champion should be brought out to the woodshed and have their ass kicked. Because that sucked. Yeah. Like, why would you put her with Vicky? And then, and then it's like, yeah, okay, she's gonna be a, just another person that beats the shit out of Nyla Rose, okay? Because mm-hmm. th- th- she shouldn't beat her. Like, th- Thunder Rose should win. Um, and with that whole like, just it just didn't work. It th- that that th- the promo style doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. It's rude. Get out of here with that shit. Have a little respect. She just beat Britt Baker, who's, like, been riding high for, like, a long-ass time. And this is what you're going to do. That's Like, that's not how you follow it up. Mm-hmm. This is not how. The disrespect that's been visited upon Thunder Rosa is unacceptable. I agree. 
For the record, yeah, nah. for, for anyone curious, it, we did mention it before, but Thunder Rosa in 2022, 6-1, overall 53-8. and eight. Nyla Rose, 5-0. and oh, She is the number two contender right behind Serena Deeb, who is 6-0. and oh. Nyla Rose, overall record 64-23. and 23. It looks like she has the most matches out of any woman on the roster, at least in the top Good. five. Good for her. All right, moving along. Um, do you have any more highlights? Didn't highlight anything that? else for NXT. Um, Champa did say something about if Stand and Deliver is his last stand or something like that in NXT. So I get the well, feeling he better deliver. He he must have gotten the the tap on the shoulder. Oh, that could be taken a numerous amount of ways. Could be, and it could mean either. Yeah. Um, Either moving up to Raw SmackDown or being aged out. I mean, they had him use Just for Men, so he might get a year on Raw SmackDown. Did they? I didn't notice. He dyed his beard. Like The gray is gone? He, he had a lot more gray before. Mm. Um, I believe I noticed it on his first or second time on Monday Night Raw. Mm. When they changed his music, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. So you, you gotta think Braun's moving up after Mania. I hope so. Like I don't care if Dolph Ziggler's the NXT champion. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I don't care. It, it's him, more I than guess. he's done on. Is it SmackDown? Because <laughs> I don't know. I think it's SmackDown. Well, he was on Raw. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> well, it was a glorious episode of NXT. It was. We, I'm surprised you missed that. I didn't miss it. I, you know, it was. It was what it was. I, yeah. You know. Well, it's still nice to hear. I missed it. Yeah. He he didn't oh. have his turntable though. Yeah. Well, you. They're saving that for Cody. Oh. You think he'll have like a like a like a turning Cody Vader? You know. Do you think they'll give him? Wrestling if they get all than one. Royal family. I'm telling you, dude, that's the smart way. It's because, like, once people hear that, they are going to – if there's a roof, it will blow off. It'll be like Plus, from a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but better, I feel. I don't think it will be better. You don't think so? No. You think I am also overstating Cody's uh, yeah. importance? Yes. I don't know. A lot of people were really upset when he didn't show up on Monday Night Raw. I think two-thirds of the people that will be in attendance at WrestleMania, that's probably a lot. I think minimum <laughs> a third of the people that are going to be at WrestleMania because WrestleMania does bring in a lot of international um, friggin' people, international fans, they're not going to know what AEW is. Like, oh, Cody's back. Cool. He's wearing all red, white, and blue now. He's like Homelander or something. All right. Oh, no. I think he's going to rethink that. <laughs> I think he's got to rewatch the uh, first season of The Boys. According to WrestleVotes. <laughs> hey, listen. Just because they, like, every, like, you know, he's got different looks. You know, he doesn't necessarily have to have the same outfit. Like, he still has his hair. And I also feel like he's not going to change because he's got the neck tattoo. I was like, just thinking the whole about point that. of that is he's all in, mm -hmm. like he's the American Nightmare. Mm -hmm. It's literally tattooed to his fucking neck. 
That was the whole story behind him doing that. Fucking neck tattoo. But, I know. But you know what? It's a really bold choice. But so so, so was he drunk? So wait a second. For, uh, first of all, at least in New York, you are not allowed to get a tattoo while under the influence of anything. Did you know that? Uh, no, because I never thought to do that. Right, there's a law. I never thought to do that either, but I've gone to tattoo... I think it's a good law. I've gone to tattoo parlors with people who weren't under the influence at the time, and it was a question asked. Oh, okay. Anyway, I find it interesting for someone to say that, you know, he's all in, and he gets tattoo of his own logo, not the company logo. No, but I think he's all in... The American Nightmare. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. that's what that's what I took it at. Like, the, the phrasing may have confused some people, but not me. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you can be all in without it being AEW related mm-hmm. because it's the gamble. He's gambling on himself. He's all in. Mm-hmm. So. I'm dreading the day that Darby Allen has a match at, all, at an all-in pay-per-view. And Darby all-in? Yeah. That's what I'm dreading. <laughs> that that that's cringe. I don't yeah. I, I don't want to hear it. I feel I, I feel like the perfect picture is uh that Darby Allen is all in superimposed on me laughing hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you with the Vince face. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> uh, righty. Smack okay. down the only highlight I have here. No Charlotte Flair, but only on a TV screen. That was a highlight for me. Uh, that wasn't a highlight. I actually, the only highlight is... Brock a... spitting out that champagne. That was funny. <laughs> that tastes like doo-doo. That was funny. I, I guess he forgot that it, like, bubbles. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it was just funny. <laughs> hey, he was maybe paying homage to his friend Triple H. Oh, maybe. You know? True, true. Uh, the... <laughs> I, I guess maybe somebody I, I think Vince was like, Pat, you need to stop saying shit on SmackDown. Hmm. Because he stopped saying it, he just says doo doo. Oh. <laughs> he said it like repeatedly. It's true. So he might have got a He's little like, note. Sorry boss, I was watching too much of that. Too much of that what? Nothing. He's on his podcast. He says that shit all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just the way he is. Hmm. The, the, Pat is what you get. And I, I was I read a Twitter thread that I found offensive trying to say that Chris Jericho is better than Pat McAfee on commentary, and I didn't even respond to it. I was like, this doesn't deserve my attention. Right. I won't respond to this. This is insanity. That, yeah, that's... This is some flat earth shit. What are you talking about? Jericho's entertaining. Not better than Pat. Yeah, like I was talking to you and about this as I do. Uh, we'll get right back to AEW because... That's where we're at, right? Or no, we're on SmackDown. Yeah. But I wanted to uh, remind the people that, like, that whole segment with Dustin and Lance Archer was undercut by Jericho's fucking annoying commentary. Like, it made it less like important. Mm-hmm. Like, it made it more like funny. Like when, uh, maybe when when like uh, Dustin's students came out. And, like, one of them's wearing a mask, and he's, like, was it Giant Fuego del Sol, he called him? Yeah. And, Gran um, Fuego oh, or something. Yeah. Fuego which Grande. I don't think it's true. I think he just said it because it's, like, <laughs> it's funny. Mm-hmm. 
And that was like, come on, you, now you're just mocking this? Like, I get, there's a difference between being a heel. Like, you can make that argument but so many times. Mm-hmm. But, like, to undercut, especially when you are talent also. Yeah, like. like fuck off with you, that. You can do commentary in character without putting yourself over. Yeah, you and can. And that's what he needs to do. That's what Jericho needs to learn. And I, like, he probably knows it, but he's probably just having fun with it. And he thinks it's harmless, but it, it's... Like, I don't know why he wouldn't think it's harmless. Like, he's had some great commentators really bust their asses to put him over over the years. Yeah. Um, and speaking of uh, Fuego del Sol, before he got murdered, Oof. he looks like Pepto-Bismol. Kind of does. That's all I could think. The pink and yellow, I'm like, you can't be going out there looking like a big bottle of Pepto, my man. Mm-hmm. The Pepto-Luchador. All right, uh, Friday Night SmackDown, Tribal Chief, uh, Brock be a Brock in his dressing room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a nice dressing room. It's not better than mine. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is what Roman gets. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> um, Kayla just being terrified. I love Kayla Braxton. Like she's sitting there with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he starts throwing shit. It doesn't even pants her. She left. Mm-hmm. She ran. She's like, nah, I'm done. I'm out of here. Toss the lamp? Nope. I mean, Cole and Pat had to bounce, like, at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand because Brock Lesnar stated that he couldn't lay his hands on Roman unless he was provoked. Right. So he decided to provoke Roman by doing the dressing room stuff. Well, yeah... So, hear me out. Uh-huh. Why is it that Roman, like, what had to run away from Brock when Roman still Brock couldn't attack Roman anyway? Because Brock didn't touch him. He didn't. Roman didn't do anything to Brock Lesnar physically. Mm-hmm. He didn't provoke him. Uh, my guess is Roman didn't like, regardless of whether it's allowed or not. If Brock Lesnar gets his hands on you, like, like, hold on, hold on. Let's let's forget for a moment that he's the tribal chief. Okay, I that's what I have to do. First. Brock Lesnar puts his hands on you. That's not good. Okay. No, it's not. Um, does he? Does the fact that he's not supposed to put his hands on you, and he's putting his hands on you, does that make what happens feel any better? I guess not. All right. Especially if it's blood for blood. Right now. Regardless of any potential non-physical consequences that would befall Brock, because he's already paid fines and such, right? Yeah. He spoke about that for destroying the car and everything. Roman probably doesn't want Brock to get his hands on him. That's Mm. what I'm thinking. I think it's smart to avoid the alpha male of the species... Before you have to have an altercation with him in the form of a match at WrestleMania, stay a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, he's Brock Lesnar. It's Brock Lesnar, dude. Yeah, Roman's gonna win, but it's Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Roman gonna win, yeah. but Brock Lesnar. Yeah, so, you know, what are you gonna like, do? You know? Roman, like, Roman's Roman's gonna come come out of there hurt, not injured, hopefully. He's, mm-hmm. But he's he's not going to be feel he he won't be physically feeling great. 
look, things happen. You know. Mm-hmm. But he's going to win. Yeah. So, my highlight for SmackDown here, it, it's it's highlight in red. And you'll probably know what it is. It's a series of two matches that it was a number one contender. It was a was a championship contenders match. They're calling them. Mm-hmm. So Angel, formerly Angel Garza, but Angel beats Ricochet with a roll up after Umberto distracts Ricochet. Right. Yep, I'm I'm with you. I I'm glad you brought this up. Ricochet's yep. like, ah, oh, no, no, no. I I don't want to sound like that. Now I'm pissed off. I want to match against Humberto. Then Humberto beats him by countout. When Angel, who was hiding under the ring at the time, prevents Ricochet from getting back in the ring. Yep. Off of an actual sped up ref count too, but that's beside mm-hmm. the point. Now, here's here, here's where. The checkbox of believability is not checked. I get, you know, wanting to avenge yourself, right? But why? You just wrestled a match. Yeah. This isn't going to end well for you. Say next week on WrestleMania SmackDown. Yeah. But no, apparently next week's going to be a triple threat match. For the Intercontinental Championship, Ricochet defending against both Angel Garza, I'm not going to just call him Angel because it's weird, and Umberto Carrillo. He's going to win. He has to. Yeah. The two are going to be like, hey, what are you going for the pinfall for? I want to win. Oh. It's like, wait a second. You mean only one we're... of us can win? And I thought we were family, man. Right? Like, why, why is it always shocking when your partner, whatever the case is, Pulls you off the cover because they don't want you to win. They obviously want to win. You would just be like rock, scissors, paper, and then it's like we'll get rid of him and then we'll figure it out. Exactly. That's how. Yeah. That's how it should be. You know, and and then you know what? You beat me. I beat you. Whatever. The, whichever of us beats the other one, it's one of us, and we're still boys after. Yeah, and then it's like you know you just help protect the championship. Yep. I was like, one person's success is another person's success. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're both... Like, they could even, like, co-champion. It's like, when you're the champion, I'm the champion. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how uh, how it goes. It's definitely not going to go that way because they're heels. Yeah. I mean, unless they do lay cool again with the yeah, with them uh, two. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. That was another indie wrestler, by the way, the uh, Kiss Cam. I don't remember. Yeah, I know. They were looking for the plant. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't find it. Oh, there she is. Oh, she she must have been getting a drink. It's always a plant. Can't be too careful in this climate. All right. So, Dynamite. The first highlight I have is yellow. This kind of means just something that stood out to me. I do kind of like it. I want them to tell more of the story here. There was no entrance for the Varsity Blondes, but Julia Hart was shown sitting on the steps despondently. I saw that, and I retweeted the first few lyrics to that song. All around me are a million faces. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a classic uh, emo bathtub lit candles and a razor friggin' song. Yeah, if I was better at video, I would have done it, but I had to to do it somehow. I put that shit on Twitter. I'm like, this is too funny. (laughs) That's great. 
Meh. It's one of those things you see the lyrics is like you know, mm-hmm. you just know. <laughs> and someone <sighs> like came, I think Regal. When Regal came to the ring afterwards, she she was still sitting there. She just like she just like sort of like scooted over. She leaned over so he yeah. had room to walk up. At least something's happening with her, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think on social media she switches the eye for the eye patch, though. I think I've seen it on her right, but it's supposed to be on her left. Uh, well, get it together, lady. Yeah. Get it together. Yeah. Um, wherever the story, wherever that bit of storyline goes, I'm eager to see it. Um, you know, Varsity, is that it? The Varsity Blondes are done with House of Black? They're like, all right, well, they beat us, so I guess we're not getting revenge. I mean, they should be because that's a lot of fail. It's a lot of fail. Like, how much more can you fail as a babyface before you're just a jobber? Mm-hmm. I think I think it also comes down to, you know, the the lack of a creative department in AEW, where you know, like they're writing the stuff for themselves. Write more. You you know, if you write more, it seems like you'd be put on TV more so that this could play out, right? Yeah, like if it was me and I was in that position, like I'd have I'd always have a notebook. Yep. Like I'd have a notebook like after every match, you know, it's like okay, what do I what how do I feel after this? You know, what 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 do I have here? Mm-hmm. What can I pitch? Where to go from here? Because if I don't know, then why would they know? Exactly. And this guy's got all these other action figures that might be more appealing and has a fresher more shine on it than I do. Mhm. So why miss out on that opportunity uh, when I can keep trying to make stories for myself? Mm-hmm. Um, you should really be treating yourself as your own personal superhero, which you're the only person that's allowed to write for that character. Yep. Also, you you are the in a way you are the product. You need to sell yourself in a way, basically pitch yourself to Tony Khan so that he will pay you with TV time. Some might say you might even be a brand. Yep. So you got to protect your brand. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Ty and Sammy talked. It was that. Yeah, that was uh, that was then. That would have got like I didn't care enough to give that a red highlight, but let's say that's kind of a reddish highlight. They challenge American Top Team to any like any two members of American Top Team to a match. If your character is boyfriend and girlfriend, mm-hmm. then I got news for you. You ain't gone nowhere with that. Mm-hmm. All right, no, there are no mixed when, tag titles. And when this implodes, and which it will, it's going to be glorious. Can't wait. Uh, it's they're too young mm-hmm. and dumb and successful. Like I'm sure they know pop culture. It doesn't really end well, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Like God, they're so stupid. You keep your shit to yourself. Don't make that the story. Don't. Is that because you're too lazy? <laughs> yeah. Don't become a Kardashian wedding or a Kardashian right. marriage. I should say. Yeah, like, save it for your vlog. Yeah, please. Save it for your BTE shit, your version. Yeah. Did, did you All see right, the, yeah. uh, someone made a meme where um, 
Paige was uh, so happy for Sammy and Ty that she loaned them Brad Maddox. And they inserted the picture of Brad I Maddox. I saw filming. the picture, and it was hilarious. <laughs> it was very hilarious. By the way, I appreciate the disrespect to the TNT champion. I hear you. Sammy Guevara should never be TNT champion ever again. Mm. That disqualifies him. I don't think so. Um, I think it does. Um, yeah. Uh, that was pretty funny. You just put him everywhere now. Now that the template's out there. Yep. Um, the only other highlight I have here is the modified sharpshooter by Danny Garcia. Now, I've said in the past, his character doesn't connect with me. But his in-ring work in general does. I like kind of reminds me of like a young Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. Yeah. That works. I see that. Um, that modified sharpshooter, it's kind of like combination sharpshooter and calf killer at once because of the way the leg is positioned behind the knee. Mm-hmm. I like it. I want... Yeah, it's, I w- it's good. And I want the announcers to tell me that. Like He's, It's a, almost like an innovator of offense. Yeah. Um, that's good. It, it's good to highlight the innovation of a character because then it's like you come to expect that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that might just be one thing you'll see that he, he'll make a different version of yep now i've been watching wrestling for 30 plus years a lot of fans haven't and i feel like the average fan that maybe hasn't been watched for so long maybe doesn't have um doesn't pay as close attention to the individual maneuvers like i did would benefit from the announcers talking about how yeah that's a okay sorry they call it the the uh scorpion deathlock Maybe mention how it's modified and what it does differently. Yeah. Yeah, maybe tell us about it a little bit, please. Why do I have to figure that shit out? I don't got time for that shit. Seriously. Most people are distracted anyway when they watch. I'm busy with flips. There you go. (laughs) Springboards and such. Speaking of, what do you think of that uh, Dax Harwood? uh, Is that the right one? Yeah. Versus CM Punk. That. I like. I don't like. I normally don't like when singles tag team guys have singles matches. Mm-hmm. But that was good. It was a good match. Yeah, like it. It wasn't like anything like fancy or. It's just a straight up wrestling match. Yeah, there just wasn't any story with it because Punk's most recent rivalry was against MJF, and yep. Dax is part of the uh, Pinnacle. I think that's done, right? They said it might be because they fired Tully. I don't... They didn't explain the connection. Mm-hmm. If they said it on BTE, I don't fucking know because I don't watch that. Is Brett still signed with WWE? Don't know. As, on Legends? Because mm. I'm wondering if he could be their new manager. If he's bored and whatever. Hmm. Because, like, they love Bret Hart. I heard Bret Hart gave AEW 4 out of 10. Shit. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's fake or not, because it could be true. Uh, sources close to the situation didn't tell me a damn thing. <laughs> that sounds familiar. I know. Uh, well, look, either way, whatever they do, as like, FTR, that's another thing. Like, I, like I, I have, like, there's a lot of reasons why, like, I get bad. Like, there's, there's a lot of criminal offenses that I find offensive. Mm-hmm. The the misuse of a Jay Lethal. Yeah. The misuse of an FTR. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, uh, to quote 
the the great announcer to some and my least favorite announcer, Corey Graves. It's egregious. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just egregious. It's egregious. Yeah. And I've liked him less with this Carmella shit. Like, you're... No, stop. Yeah, I can, okay. o- I can only hope that this is some sort of path to getting him back in the ring. Yeah, sure, yeah. That's 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 true. That's true. That's true. It's a good point. Uh, yep. I, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I missed that I wanted to bring up. Just make sure I didn't lose anything. But I'm sure it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I, I already talked about the, the no-selling from Archer. Like, that whole... Oof. Like, everything that happened after the bell was bad. I think there was more wrestling on Rampage than there was on SmackDown. Yes. That's why I asked you how many matches there were on SmackDown. I think they had like five matches on Rampage. Really? Let's see. So, Dustin Archer... There was action... Dark Order tag team match? Yeah, there was action between House of Black and uh, Fuego. That was not a match. Yeah, I didn't count that. So, second match... The Dark Order had a tag team match. Red Dragon against Angels in 10. Yep. Uh, Nyla, Nyla versus Rose, Maddie Rinkowski. Uh-huh. Uh, and, no, four matches. Starks and Swerve. Oh, uh, okay. So about the same, then? Yeah. So a one-hour show had the same amount of matches as a two-hour show. Yeah, that's... I feel bad for people who went there unless they got a good house show. And it was Barclays. It was. So that could have been us. And, and I'm glad t- I didn't even think about yeah, it. Yeah, t- tickets were still available. Something, yeah. something told me not to bother. Yeah, I just hate those. Like... It's like I I could have I probably could have gone to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. but it's like I don't want to go anywhere with I don't want to go somewhere nice like that without my wife. I heard Todd and crew got fifty odd line seats. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I woo I woo on there because like it wasn't because I wanted to go or had any interest in going. Mm-hmm. But it was mainly because I was happy for my friend. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy. That's all. Yeah, I'm happy. People that we know and like got great seats. They said this section like two hundred something. So I don't know if that's like a, a level up. But either way, freaking got to be better than the seats we had at twenty nine. Yeah, because WWE was good to their work. Mm-hmm. You know, because they had an issue where they had their view obstructed. Oh, nice. Yeah, at the last one. Really. So, mm-hmm. Oh, that's good shit. Yeah, it's good shit. So, were these t- were these were through. these tickets free for them? Uh, I don't know. No, like W, it's WWE money, basically stuff that they could use to do WWE things, kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Okay, so so basically like, WWE, I would call it like a special reimbursement. Oh, so WWE gave them these tickets? I don't know. I think they. It's like yeah, oh, they gave him like probably. a store credit refund for the original yeah, tickets. Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably. All right, all right. Probably something like Yo, that. Yeah. Fucking. I don't know the situation. I don't want to. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's cool. So sources close to the situation haven't told you a damn thing. That's that's my mo. <laughs> <laughs> I totally uh, pilfered your line. I don't care. Sorry. It's a basement Booker's line. It's a good line. Yeah. Um. That's good though. I'm happy with them. Yeah. Me too, man. Uh, like I don't like I have the best seats in the house, you know. True. <laughs> so it's not a big deal. It's not like I'm um, like the hype is real for me for the true main event, but other than that, it's like you know that's a lot. It's to, it's a lot of show. Yeah. It's it's a lot of show, and it's a lot of money. Yeah. You know, a flight isn't you know isn't cheap. Right. No, well, flights can be cheap. The hotel's not cheap. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, quick story about that. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to Nashville in, in July. July, late June. July. And we're st- we're at we're actually we're staying for a week. The the flight was like two hundred dollars each way, each person, something like that. The hotel stay, the whole the whole, for the week is a grand. Mm. So the hotel is what's expensive, and of course, obviously, you know, you're there for a week, you're gonna be like eating, you're gonna be going out and doing stuff too. But it's the hotel that's the main chunk of money. Anyway, yep. back to rampage. Uh, we we had a Jay Lethal interview. We we already talked about um the Archer thing. That was a mess. Yeah. The, we had a Jay Lethal interview. I didn't think this was his best promo, but I did like where he went with it. He said, like towards the end, he said, "I got to figure something out." Yeah, like with him, and it's not just when I say credible use of Jay Lethal, it's regard to his wrestling ability and his his talk. Like. It, the promo wasn't great, and this goes back to when I was talk. We were talking about the superstars of yesteryear, mm-hmm. about how they could just say shit. Well, let me tell you something, they, brother. Yeah, exactly. But his cadence and the way he talks—it's just fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear him say more cool shit. Mm-hmm. He sounds you real. Know what I mean, that's he's a real person yeah. talking real person stuff. Yeah, he's so cool. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. You know, they should really like you know focus on him a little bit more. Or maybe he has to write some shit for himself. Be like, hey, Tony, listen, I got this idea. By the way, I don't know if you know me. I'm Jay Lethal, former Ring of Honor champion. Uh, (laughs) I think Tony Khan knows that. Like, hey, Tony, did you see that segment I had with Ric Flair in Impact Wrestling? It was TNA Wrestling at the time. The woo-off. Did you see that segment? It's like he didn't see the segment. But, like, is Jay Lethal a guy that can write for himself? I hope so, man. Like, you I, know, some, I, I, like I, the argument Swole made, you know, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's like some people just can't. Yeah, and, and it's true. Now, do these people, like, the, the people that can't write for themselves, do they deserve to have someone writing, writing on their behalf? Like, you know, if that's not how the company is structured, then no, number one. Number two, there are only so many spots. And if you have, like... Three or four tag teams pitching really good ideas for themselves or to like work together or whatever. And, you know, five or six guys, solo guys, and five five or six females. And get your notebook, you dickhead. Yeah. And if you're if you're primarily if you're putting the focus on the people that are writing for themselves, if if they're the ones getting the T V time, guess what? There's only so much T V time to go around. You need to almost fight for your spot. Like Layla Hirsch, th- this Layla Hirsch thing, this has turned into a relatively long-term storyline now. Getting there. Mm-hmm. Chris Atlander's got a change of character, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gotta, I gotta publicly say this. I don't know if I mentioned it last week. Red Velvet is looking less green in the ring. Yeah, people improve if you let them. Yeah, and and that's good. And you know what? I'm sure a lot of that has to do with having match every week on dark and dark elevation. More. I don't know if you've heard anything about Punk. Nope. But he's been helping Powerhouse Hobbs out a lot. Cool. Like, and that, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool thing that he's doing for him. And that he's learning from him. Telling him, maybe you should do this and don't do this. Try this. AEW is a unique mix of particularly old school veterans and particularly brand new talent 
and the veterans need to be passing along their knowledge and i think i think a lot of them know that like brian branderson is working with jade who needs it um punk as you said working with hobbs hobbs could certainly use it they need to showcase hobbs in a more positive light as far as you know like like i mentioned earlier almost every match that he loses he loses because of his own inexperience that's a storyline thing they do yeah so it's a good storyline thing. It do. is, and it works. It's only going to work up to a certain point when he, when either he decides to leave Team Taz or T- Team Taz kicks him out, whichever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's eventually going to fight Ricky Starks. I I was worried for a second in the in the main event. Swerve hit a so Starks was on was sitting on the mat, and Swerve hit like an uppercut from the top rope to his back, not from the top rope, like from the middle rope. To the to Starks' back, mm-hmm. and like his his upper back, like by his neck, and Starks looked like he, uh his neck was bothered him for that for a second. And Starks has a bad he's had neck issues. He had a broken he neck. Covered. Yeah. So yeah, I so I I was I was worried there for a second. I'm hoping he was only selling, and I bought it, and good. Listen, you people need to be more safe. You stop messing with wretches. His heart there. Seriously, right? you can't have it worried about you all the time. Seriously, fuck. <laughs> I like like none of us wants none of us wants to see an injury, not particularly a serious, career threatening or worse injury. None of us wants to see that. I'm a big Ricky Starks fan. I have been since NWA. Mm-hmm. You know it. You you too. I, yeah. I said the way he carries himself and talks, he's like a young rock. Not yeah, not like but the way he's got his own like flavor. Yep. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he brings a a slight bit of like Hispanic flavor to it. Yes. Um, yes, I yes. think he is Hispanic. I don't know. I never looked it up. I probably did and don't remember. It doesn't matter what it is. That's right. He's Ricky Starks. That's what he is. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. So Jay Lethal. Yes. Um, Starks successfully defending. You mean it's time for the main event? I, I like how Mark Henry had to assert himself there. Yeah, it was like, listen, I gotta say my thing, mm-hmm. man. Come on. But you know, but come on, Chad. I, I'm liking the mic time that they're giving Swerve, and mm-hmm. I'm liking what he's doing with it. Like he's he is showing everyone he can talk. He can talk on his own. Obviously, this is stuff that he wrote for himself because we have been talking about how AEW doesn't have a creative team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he really would have done well on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Were they on Raw? Uh, it doesn't matter where they were. I think he would have done really, really well on SmackDown. Um, and they missed the boat. Um, there was, I think it was the comment about B-Fab that got them all fired. But Swerve, I Swerve is great on the mic. I really like his in-ring work. Also, he he's he has a unique move set. It, I I like the swerves house yeah shtick yeah that's good that's pretty cool mm-hmm. it's tough to chant swerve you know mm-hmm. it's one it's 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 like a syllable and a half almost because you have like like the end of the word swerve 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 yeah it it it's like the last part the v part is like so much softer than the r it's almost like swer 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 
but then you go you gotta say the V so swerve 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 it, it's it, it's a little tough to chant but whatever um it's better with swerve's house yep. or whose house swerve's house yeah but the thing is that splits that'll split the crowd into, so mm. so the match the, the fans were split between Starks and Swerve and so Swerve's fans are then going to be split between the one saying whose house and the one saying Swerve's house Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see what the fans figure out on how to properly champ for Swerve. Either way, really good match. It showcased both of them. There, I it's, I'm I'm big fans of both. The end though, after the finish, I I, I knew something was gonna happen with the those freaking fools getting tossed. Mm-hmm. And Keith Lee comes out and tosses bunch of people and then you know uh keith lee and swerve brawl with uh starks and hobbs to pull apart so that's gonna be a tag match on dark or something next week uh it's gonna be good good you get you know nxt boys yep. versus rampage boys yep hmm i was surprised ricky starks with triple h like like everybody's doing that thank you triple h is is like Thank you, Triple H. Now, come get your kids, because they're, they're out of control. <laughs> he said that? <laughs> no, oh. that's what he should have said. <laughs> that would be a great thing for him to say. That would have been. <laughs> um, Man, missed opportunity. Um, yeah. Speaking of, I, almost, I glossed over the fact that Adam Cole and Red Dragon have the world title and tag titles in their possession. They stole the belt. They did. You didn't see? Oh yeah! Because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's such a long time ago. Today's Saturday. It is Saturday, <laughs> and like they, they, and I actually watched the day of. They so. they didn't make much of a big deal out of it. I guess it's because it's like they just gave it back in Gorilla. Like, I don't well, know. yeah, but no, I'm sure it's. it's uh, Do they still have them storyline? They have to. The tag titles were were taken on Rampage, I, th- I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After uh, Red Dragon beat uh, Angels in 10. Mm. Well, maybe next time mind your fucking business and you won't get your shit taken. Yeah. No longer mm. Jurassic Express. I guess we'll see what happens. It's, look, it's. I guess maybe they're not calling Jurassic Express anymore because Christian doesn't fit in there even though he is Jurassic compared to Jungle Boy. Does Jungle Boy even ride the dinosaur anymore? Well, they came out to make the save, so he didn't then. I didn't. I don't recall. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't recall when from they the last actual home. match. Yeah. So maybe because he no longer rides the dinosaur. Do you think they got that idea from Mario and Yoshi? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, let's forget the Flintstones exist because you know they ride dinosaurs. Yeah, but I figure Mario. Bam, bam. You know, Mario and Yoshi is a bit more modern than. I guess. Flintstones. I'll let you have it. Like to be honest, I'm not, I'm not sure if Jungle Boy would know who the Flintstones were. Yeah, he probably. Yeah, does. but but Mario's not a caveman. Isn't Jungle? Well, he's a Jungle Boy. He's not a cave boy. Right. Ah, there's no dinosaurs in the jungle. I mean, there were, but there weren't any Jungle Boys at the time. No, there weren't. If you look at the science. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Now you got me here with these, these this logic. I can't have this in wrestling. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know. 
Freaking. Well, he's no longer a jungle boy. He's a jungle he's man. He's a jungle man. That's going to be his heel turn. Yeah. I am not a jungle boy. I'm a jungle man. <laughs> I had to make extra noise for emphasis. There you go. <laughs> and, and and that'll be when him and uh, Anna J get go go like public on TV with their relationship. No, no, I don't <laughs> care. No, that's enough. We already got one jack off doing that. <laughs> <sighs> Young dumb love. Yeah. Anyway, at, um, at least those tattoos weren't real. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps it. Do you think? Oh, let's see. Let me let me see what this is. Several AEW stars react to Triple H's in-ring retirement. Let's see. Good for them. Uh, let's see. Anything else to look? It's probably at. Adam Cole, and you know. I think he said thank you, Triple H. I can maximize this now. Yeah, he said thank you for everything. Uh, William Regal says it's been my honor. Because yeah. of course, you know. The, the Blue Bloods. That's right. Don't forget. I listen, Never forget. I watched that shit. That was good shit. Uh, Miro, thanks for the great memories. He posted a picture of Triple H in the Accolade. At a, it looks like a house show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Hardy, Andrade, Frankie Kazarian. Congrats, Triple H, on one of the greatest careers this business has ever seen. Walter would be proud. Meaning Kowalski. Yep. Uh, he said Kowalski guys rule also. Uh, that was all. Don't forget Ryback. <laughs> that piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's such an ass. I can't believe he's still doing that poll. I wonder if he finds everyone that, that clicks retire and then bans them. Or blocks them. Whatever. The Ryblock party. Yeah. F him. Like, he takes himself way too seriously. What a goon. Unless he's just doing that because he's trolling, just because he knows he gives him attention. That's probably it. It's really all he can do, you know. And I, I, I really think he's another guy who's very like. I get wrestling is an ego, you know, business, but his self importance is through the roof. Yup, that's everybody's fault but him. That's mm-hmm. like, come on, dude. That's for people like me. At one point, like we grow out of that shit. Let's figure it out. Yeah, he's, uh, he said uh, something like, you were a huge disappointment to me when I met you, especially as much as I loved you uh, growing up, but I wish you well in your retirement. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I said, I'm sorry, Triple H, I got really mad at you uh, for uh, ending Randy Orton's first world championship run. Uh, in hindsight, you know, after learning about the history of it, uh you know that he, it was the right thing to do. Yeah, TLDR, you're a piece of shit, but congratulations. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> God damn it! It's, that, but it's it's TLDR. I let things go. <laughs> oh man, oh man. All righty. I gotta send my Fitbit back. I got the package. I got I got it all sealed up. It's got this giant battery warning on it. It's not wrestling related in the least, but it's got it's sitting right here next to me. Well, what else is wrestling related is where you could find the Basement Bookers podcast. That's right. Stitcher, iTunes, <laughs> Spotify, Facebook, wherever you get your podcasts, and as far as our socials, 
Uh, we're on Facebook, Basin Bookers. It's the page. That's probably where you can I mostly use Twitter until there's a good alternative for it. There you go. Twitter, at Basin Bookers, at Basin Jarrett, Rich the Riz. Um, what was uh, Trump's thing? Is that where you're going? No. Okay. Is that um, the alternative you're I'm talking not. about? Alternative social media? No, I'm still waiting. Okay. Like, <laughs> there's the truth. Like, it, I think his is truth social, but I'm not. I'm not on that. I'm not on anything else. I'm just saying, like, I'm hoping there's something else mm. that comes that's more of a free place for people to talk without fear. Yeah. Well, Web three is coming, so we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Um, Elon, I know you're listening. Do something. Come on, man. You got the money. He does. It's funny. It's funny. The wife was setting up to watch a movie yesterday or the day before, or whatever, and um. It's because you know how like on like uh, movie streaming apps. I don't remember the name of this one. It might have been Hallmark or some shit. It said uh, F- Fosca Musk as the director. Uh, I'm like, oh, that's Elon Musk's sister or something. Yeah, and Jared's got a parting message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. Jeez, you cut out all our socials and do what the man says. <laughs> Follow the bookers. <laughs>